But anyway, guys, um, El Chapo is free. See what happens when we take a week off. Mexican. Who's that? El Chapo. Is that that cartoon with that little kid? <laughs> Not quite. He's actually he laughing. He's the most powerful, well, actually probably the most powerful drug lord in the world, at least in North America. Yeah, that, that yeah, that little kid who has adventures and he pays for it by drug dealings, right? The one, sure. um, uh, uh, what's his name was talking about? You know, Donald Trump. Oh sh- no, no, don't. Donald Trump is actually the first man on his hit list. This guy <laughs> was like. It's exactly a, impressive. I mean, which is kind of funny because this guy, one of the most dangerous men in the world, is able to dig a the Mexicans dug a tunnel thirty feet underground, lit it, put a motorcycle in there, and water and oxygen tanks. Hey, wait, wait! And Don't forget for the air conditioning. Mile. What? A mile long? What'd you say, Gil? Don't forget the air conditioning. Oh no, shit! Right. So this guy. Well, if you're gonna build something, you're gonna build it right. I'm just saying. <laughs> and and you look at the hole, and it's like properly like. Like constructed, like there's two mm-hmm. by fours in the entrance, and there's like a wood panel that they built like right in the bathroom. And so you watch the security tape, and he's just like, mm-hmm, kick the bathroom, kick the bathroom, walk away, kick the bath, shrink, and then he just like disappears. <laughs> and then he makes like this freaking <laughs> Mad Max Fury Road escape, like through this big ass yeah. tunnel, <laughs> like a mile long. And apparently, like seven or eight security guards are now like, he helped him escape. It's like, no shit. Yeah, yeah. Paid him. don't pull a job like that. Without having some type of inside help, I was like, I was, I was like, people were talking about how he dug the tunnel. I don't know, he fucking did it. He did that shit. He contracted <laughs> some people. He was like, hey, I guess through extension of himself. I mean, he can technically say he did it because he paid probably millions of dollars to have this done for him. So yeah, I hope sure. he paid millions of dollars. I hope it wasn't like he spent like ten grand. It was like I'm free. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you're gonna do this, or when I get out of here, I'm gonna murder your family. How about that? <laughs> that's usually how that's, yeah. that's usually how cartels do their thing. Yeah. Like he's part of the Sinaloa, the, I think the the Zetas. Yeah, I think so too. And yeah, that, like not too long ago, I think it was a couple of years ago, they just found like because of the Zeta car the Zeta cartel, they found like a hundred and ninety seven people like dead that they made fight like Hunger Game status. Jesus Christ! <laughs> because they wanted to make bets. Like that's how much money these guys have. They're not even fighting like roosters or. Having one on one fights, they're like, you know what? Fucking 200 people gonna die today. <laughs> and we're gonna have Hunger Game status. And that was fucking crazy. And like, so it's kind of weird because you get like half the people cheering for him, like, yeah, Chapo got away, Naco Corridos, woo! Yeah, and then, yeah, and then there's people who have sense, like, oh, shit, this guy is out. And like, the, the thing is that this guy has the audacity to have a Twitter account. And so he's like taking right? pictures of himself, like, in a jet, like, ha, got out, bitches. And then he's like on Twitter, like, like you know, you're talking about, yo, know, when he gets out, he's gonna Hunger Games kill somebody. Donald Trump spouting all that nonsense and shit. And hitman number one, he's like, I want your head. First, I want like ten million dollars anybody who will house me. Two, like ten million dollars for anybody who bring. Oh, no, uh, yeah, bring me the head, Señor Chapo. Si quieres uh, quedar aquí en mi casa, mi casa es su casa. Puedes dormir en mi cama. No, Jesus Christ! Just don't, saying, don't because if you get associated, then he's gonna probably kill me for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm just saying. He's gonna I'm talk like, to this. He talked to this guy every first day, cousin. Every you know, week. he's gonna take over the Mexicans for some reason. I'll be his dummy Twitter account again. Would you Would you sell out to El Chapo? Ooh, no. Nope. <laughs> 
Ten million dollars, nope. right there. Ten million dollars. Nope. I'd rather nope. spend the rest of my life poor. That money ain't clean, man. Exactly. That money. That money ain't clean. <laughs> no money. No money is worth me having to look over my shoulder constantly. If, if I have to do that, imagine the episode of uh, Chappelle Show with Wayne Brady. It's just El Chapo and me eating a sandwich on the curb. He's just like, eat your sandwich, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> I said, like, eat your damn sandwich. I don't. I just want to go you home. If you want, if you want to know what it's like to help out El Chapo and guys like that, watch that movie Devil's Double. Oh shit! I'm pretty sure that'll give you inside what that life is gonna be like. <laughs> you have everything in the world yet nothing, right? No, but Donald Trump apparently is beefing up security. He's asked the FBI to help him. Uh, he's wearing a bulletproof vest allegedly now. Wait, wait, he's asking the FBI to help him. Isn't that like welfare? Shouldn't he pay for it himself? Right. I hope the FBI has a sense of humor. They send every Mexican like uh, <laughs> every Mexican Agents. like security they have. Those like, a- are- agent Agent Sanchez Moreno, right? Castillo, whatever have you, right? Hernandez. <laughs> this is your new security what, detail. What's, what's uh, El Chapo's real last name? I forget. Guzman. There you go. There you go. Guzman looks actually it's funny is that you know they said he got out uh I was actually down near San Diego for Comic Con I was like this guy's like freaking Nacho Libre over here in costume and shit just like <laughs> blending in with all the people in Comic Con I'm like taking pictures with people <laughs> it's like oh I man it's such a great costume I mean, is that Guillermo del Toro or El Chapo <laughs> I don't know the Mexicans all look the same to me and then like the following day I come back to work and there's a Mexican dude that walks right by my store that looks just like him like the kind of like the racist. solid no it was like the solid painted mustache the Sam, nice all the Mexicans look alike to you huh you some of a bitch whatever oh, no Greg it's just that usually he doesn't see Mexicans at his mall that's it that's, right. that's what yeah, he's saying it's a very high end it's a very high end place <laughs> over there end. you know not so, everybody looks like a goddamn Haji Sammy goddamn. No, <laughs> sorry that was a racist term yeah <laughs> <laughs> what I'm saying is mostly white people there, but I don't know, man. Hey, don't talk about sand people like that. <laughs> sand <laughs> called Tuscan Raiders. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that was. <laughs> there we go. That's the end of our. Uh, <laughs> what was it Foley portion of Star Wars and the next one? Throw a Wilhelm <laughs> screaming there. That was terrible on all of our... We should all feel ashamed I'm for that. I'm not from the Wil- Wilhelm clan, man. They get all the roles in movies. I know. Right? Too bad they're, they're like Sean Bean, though. They always die. <laughs> Except when you can't kill Sean Bean correctly, like in fucking Jupiter Ascension, where they keep him alive. Like, you had one job. Sean Bean's in your fucking movie. Kill him. <laughs> kill him. How, that's how out of touch the Chowskis are. They didn't even know to kill Sean Bean. Oh, man. Scene Bean. Scene Bean. Scene Bean. Oh man, I'm just so, yeah. Chapel's out. Um, that's terrifying to me because, like, one of the first things he did was like go to like some village and like he like beheaded a bunch of people. I was like, God damn! Did he really? Yeah, they yeah. This guy's not Robin Hood. <laughs> yeah, it's like no, it's it's easy to like. And people, I don't know. I don't want to get into political, but Mexico is like, no, we can take care of him. And it's like obviously you can't let somebody help you. Yeah. It's yeah. like and his uh, his. Uh... His capture thing is, I think it's like 60 million pesos and like $3 million US. It's like $3 million US for that I dude? Say. I yeah. bet you. I bet you they bumped that up to 15 or 20. He's going to get all types of heat from people <laughs> going down there bounty hunting. But that's right? what I'm saying. Like, he's offering 10. Yeah, he's offering 10 for yeah. a place to sleep. Three. It's like, come on. Yeah. Come on, US. Uh, and the thing is, that like, he, they're saying he's gonna be like stateside, which is that's the scary part to me. It's like he's gonna not, be. He's not gonna be in Arizona. He's gonna be in Texas. 
Yeah. He's in El Paso in one of his houses. That's not <laughs> U.S. Like... That's not America. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was getting those... Uh, That's te- the independent state of Texas, Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> Tex- of racism. Of, of Texaco, whatever. Texaco, remember that gas station? Yes, yeah. I remember Texaco stations. Hell yeah. Texaco. I saw a Texaco sign on a tanker the other day, and I was like, what the f... What year is this? <laughs> That's what the tanker. That's what the driver said. He came out of the car. What year is this? <laughs> uh, nothing, Marty. <laughs> uh, I was gonna go with the character from uh, Robin Williams. I forgot what movie that was where he screamed that, but whatever. I, um, Jumanji. Jumanji. God bless him. You gotta watch fucking movies. It's been a long know. time since I've seen Jumanji. It's been a while. <laughs> Since I've, I've seen been along. Since I met you, met you without a dope beat. Step two, step two, step two, step two. Step two. And on I that note, I think this is the fantastic voyage. Mostly because I didn't get that last song. Uh, what's oh, his name? man. That's, uh, Timberland. Yep. And Aaliyah. If yeah. at first you don't succeed. Oh. This is a fun try again. You want to talk about being old, man. Like, uh, I was hanging out you with can't, like. can't, but okay. Except the 24 year old. Except the 24 year old. <laughs> but whatever. So, I um, want to talk about doing it. Man, you guys so, remember when. You were trying. Remember when they came out with those changing color spoons in the cereal that were from Lion King? <laughs> what? You guys remember when you were five and you got whatever you wanted because you cried? That was awesome. That was awesome. <laughs> well, no, just going back to songs though. Like I was hanging out with a girl. Uh, it's my you know, best you friend. Talk about it, why don't you? <laughs> no, it's my. It's like my best friend's little sister. She's in the same college, or whatever. And so, like, she owed me pizza, so we went and got pizza. Yeah, so I was dropping her off just at her place, whatever, and that song, you know, Natalie and Bruglia is torn. You know the song, right? Yeah. No. Nothing's right, I'm torn. I'm all out of faith. Everyone knows that song. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I started singing it like a dumbass, and uh, she was like, wait, what song is this? Like, didn't hear the intro and was like, oh, this is Natalie and Bruglia is torn. This is the best song ever. It's not the best song ever, but it's one of the top <laughs> hits of the 90s. And she just had, and like, she's only a couple years so- younger than me, but had no, like, freaking idea. So I just felt really old. As like I said, twenty four. I'm not that old, but I'm starting to I'm just see saying, those you things. Feel old. You should feel hipster. <laughs> you know things that she doesn't, because she is an ignorant pleb, and you are a patrician. I don't you know, know what saying words. <laughs> Have you been on Tumblr? Are you on Tumblr before no. this? No, those aren't Tumblr words. Believe me. Uh. <laughs> I go to the place of black magic and evil, where men's souls are turned into fire and abyss. Reddit. Four chan. Oh, oh no. Four-chan. The original. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, man. The but, father. But anyway, folks, nobody knows who we are yet. I'm Sammy Gonzalez. Nobody knows who we are yet? They've been listening to us for a fucking year? Let's hope. What the hell? Let's hope. Well, we're getting new people every time, man. But anyway. Hey, yeah. you new person who's listening. Thanks, man. You're awesome. Yeah, appreciate you. And I also kind of love you in some way. But anyway, I'm Sammy Gonzalez with TheMexcellence.com, of course. This is the Fantastic Voyage, and here with me we have... The old man. The real old man. Not like the Sammy guy, Gilbert Gonzalez. And the middle-aged of us, the one, the only, the fantabulous Gurgi. And we're back to the original three. No more Corday, because he's out of town. 
too right, too much black foolishness for two weeks. Two weeks. We, we hit our quota for the month. Bring <laughs> him on in August. There you go. If, if anybody asks, we do have a black friend. Yep. Uh, <laughs> and, he, <laughs> and when you were gone, we talked about putting mixtapes in McDonald's uh, Happy Meals. It was kind of great. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We kind of went all over the fucking place when we were. Talking. Yeah, people people loved that segment, Mo. People were like, "Yep, this is the best part." <laughs> we're talking uh, about people. Once I left, damn. Yep. <laughs> once Gilbert's gone. <laughs> but anyway, folks, even though we had our like our one year anniversary podcast last time, and I was like, "We're not gonna miss one more week because that's my dedication to you guys." We then missed immediately the next <laughs> following week, so we're gonna Somebody go. Somebody was in Comic Con. So I was around Comic Con. I never actually made it into Comic Con. I was of just... the three of us, only one of us has been in Comic Con, and the only reason he did it was because. <laughs> Never mind. What you don't want to rat his... me out? Yeah, he snuck his way in there. He el chapoed it into. <laughs> he el chapoed because he he dug a hole. People are racist and just kind of look at the name tag and look at the person. <laughs> yeah, I kind of like Indian. I mean, I was a little overweight, which is kind of bullshit. I... But anyway, so yeah, I was running around Comic Con. I saw some cool things uh, around and stuff. Some pretty girls, all that stuff. And this will be our Comic-Con recap show, week late, but there's been a lot of developments and cool stuff that came out of there, so it's not like you guys are going to be like, oh man, I don't care about Batman vs. Superman anymore, I don't care about Suicide Squad anymore, you know, everyone still cares about those things. So we're going to talk about the trailers that came out, we're going to talk about some of the shows that are coming out that are interesting to us, and I found a very interesting article that was going to be the last piece uh, of what happens in that, of this podcast, and it's remezcla.com here's all the latino stuff that went down at comic-con so we're gonna kind of go through it. it's kind of cool that they kind of took the little pieces of it I actually found an extra piece that's kind of cool we can talk about um and we can talk about also somebody i met at comic-con uh that was really cool and very influential to the future of the excellence hopefully so <laughs> hint 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 with that being said let's get to it batman <laughs> versus superman Bullshit, I hate it. I hate that fucking stupid ass. We can't Ah. talk about the the red capes are coming. The red capes are coming. The red capes are coming. (laughs) That was kind of out of place. Hey guys, are you you wondering if if Lex Luthor's going to be bald by the end? It was in that promo for like Cosmopolitan or whatever the fuck, like three months ago. Yeah, I don't know why they do that anymore. It's like, oh. (laughs) And it's it's like, oh no, the joke. He's not bald. the I Joker like how... doesn't have tattoos. Just he doesn't have tattoos. And then what do you know? He has fucking tattoos. <laughs> Fuck, right. Like like. So we'll get it. Go ahead, Greg. Go, Batman vs uh, Superman. Let's start with that. Batman vs Superman. Right. Well, first of all, I like to say I'm on Team Batflick from day one. That is true. That is true. We have evidence <laughs> of that. I have evidence that I was on Team Batfleck from day one. I have huge faith in Ben. Um, huge faith. That's that's huge even faith. better than huge faith. Huge faith. Um. Call it a bit of a bat crush or a man crush, whatever. But that boy looked yoked as fuck. <laughs> yes, he did. Um, you can see it, and when he's when he did Gone Girl, like they kept trying to put him in like yeah. cardigans, and, like <laughs> right. soft shoulder things, and it's like I can't. You can like putting a cardigan on a fucking door frame, like it's not gonna, <laughs> not gonna hide it. They tried to do the same thing with Tom Hardy and Lawless. Uh, it's like mm, that. It's a giant human being underneath <laughs> soft cardigan you put on him. So it's not gonna work. I'm sorry. It doesn't make yeah, him I look don't think Spanx is gonna keep this down. <laughs> dude is about 230 pounds, and uh, he to me and the Batman and the cowl looks like old 
Batman. Like, he looks perfect. I fucking love that that uniform. It's probably my favorite uniform. Even yeah. with the chubby bat. The chubby bat on his chest. I like yes. it. Well, that's from... <laughs> it uh, looks like a chubby bat to me. Com- yeah, no. That's from the comic, so... That fits awesome. The homage to um to the that one uh, iconic screen or the iconic panel when he's like Batman's jumping and the lightning strikes behind him. Yeah. That homage that they have that in the trailer before he like when he dodges one of Superman's laser beams. Yeah. Like that looked cool. Um, my only thing is is like I'm looking at the trailer. I'm like, all right, so you're gonna have you're gonna introduce Batman. Are they gonna assume that we know everything about Batman in this universe? Or well, they do show glimpses of like the no, origin no, story show. again. Right, which they're gonna means they're gonna tell it again, which is like. See, I, I think I don't think they're gonna go that route. My thing is that since I think they're gonna do vignettes, like no, but that's the same thing as telling it. They're gonna go through his background instead of like developing a psychosis or anything like that. It's just gonna be they're gonna be showing it, and then you infer that oh, he feels bad about it. I guess. Yeah. You know, and, and you the see only... the. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, um, you see the like somebody sent him like you let your parents die or like thing in a newspaper of the Wayne. Wayne Tower getting destroyed by Superman, I think it looks like. Yeah. And I'm like, damn, who is the asshole that would send that? Probably Lex Luthor. Or <laughs> I would just think that if they're they're crossing over the because Suicide Squad's happening in this universe, so yeah, locked up Joker maybe. Yeah. Uh, because at that point in time, the Joker should know who Batman is. Well, here's I'm gonna tell you this, and this is a fan theory. But I'm going to preface it with, like, spoilers. Skip, like, a minute if you really don't want to hear anything about it. Right. But the theory is that this Joker is Jason... One of the theories is that this Joker is Jason Todd. Mm-hmm. So Jason Todd is one of the Robins. Mm-hmm. Um, most popular for being voted to death. <laughs> <laughs> the killing joke, right? Or death in the family. Death in the family. Death in the family, I think it was. Um so he became the Red Hood. Joker started out as Red Hood. Um, he the tattoos is something is something that the original Joker probably wouldn't get, mm-hmm. but maybe. And the Joker pro- seems like he's a bit younger than Batman. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, that's a theory. That's Jason Todd. Like somebody else. It's not the original original mm-hmm. Joker. And in this world, uh, also spoilers and stuff. Uh, there was like a super spoiler, uh, like screenshot of like a promo promo picture of the grave of Jason Todd. Like it's just like okay. it's just a picture of the headstone, and it's just like everyone's like spoiler alert. Nobody's supposed to know this. And then obviously and the, the in the Robin, trailer, you see the Robin uniform. Yeah, with the haha jokes on you. So obviously uh-huh. you know. So you see that. Yeah. But everyone loves Batman. But then you just look at, like, the angle from Superman. Like, they start off, oh, boo, illegal aliens. God hates illegal aliens. Like, you know, and then, like, he can't really... You don't realize that the fact that you were saying that God hates illegal aliens to an actual alien kind of should put a little doubt in your, uh, in your whole God belief because <laughs> they're fucking aliens. But never mind. But God hates them anyway. And then you see him destroy Wayne Tower. And you see Batman running into like the smoke, a la nine eleven imagery. That was very awesome. That's uh, at like nine eleven is like uh, I'm a big like not fan of nine eleven. I'm a big fan of nine eleven. <laughs> no, but... I'm a proud of its work. Uh... <laughs> no, but uh, I studied like my film media stuff. A lot of the stuff I looked into was like post nine eleven media coverage and imagery and stuff like that. And so like the smoke is directly from those kind of reels and stuff. So him running into it, it's like, oh shit, he's running into 9-11. This is a 9-11 style attack that, you know, uh, Superman did. And now Bruce Wayne is going insane. Literally I insane. I think it's funny that Zack Snyder's like, oh yeah, this whole post-destruction was totally part of the storyline. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, it's, it's, 
Yeah, this whole post, uh, you know, the whole destruction thing, I was planning to push that into the next movie. It was like, no, you fucking weren't. That's why you showed Metropolis all fixed up in like three seconds. <laughs> you just backtracking because all the fans were like, why the fuck did you destroy Metropolis like a madman? Yeah. Stop reminding me who's directing this movie, Gilbert. <laughs> there's so much hope. I'm telling you. There's so much hope, though, because, you know, you look at Superman, so, you know, you got Superman as this destruction of earth type of being you know then you have Blue like the Me- you have like the mexicans with the skulls in their faces like he's our god like catholics would be if they saw a fucking angel <laughs> or, come from like, heaven and you know save them and shit i was like god damn it rasa didn't you learn the first time from the white man who came from the sky god bless <laughs> uh what what blew my mind the other day have you guys seen the count of monte cristo with jim caviezel yes no um uh albert mondego the son uh-huh is uh, Superman, Henry Carville or whatever. Henry Cavill? Is. is it really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jesus. I, I I was I watched um uh, uh the Count of Monte Cristo the other day and I was like wait a minute that kid looks familiar and then I kind of just IMDb'd fucking Superman I was like holy shit fucking. <laughs> mm-hmm. Also also the other thing that people have kind of just kind of forgot about is Wonder Woman Gal Gadot like I don't know how I feel because she's one gorgeous. Talk about shoehorning somebody in. Right. She's gorgeous, but where does she fit? And I know at some point there's like an underwater scene, so they're trying to be like, Aquaman might be here too. Does she even lift? I'm just saying, does she even lift? Uh, nah. She looks pretty scrawny still, though. I was going to say, Sam, you better not say yes. Nah, she she looks like she could be tossed around pretty damn easily. I'll toss her around. And let me tell you why, guys. The the only thing is that, let me tell you guys why I'm focusing on her aesthetics. Mm -hmm. Because, because everybody is. We're also focusing on the guys' aesthetics, okay? If they were, like, scrawny or didn't quite make it up, we would have been complaining that, too, okay? So get that out of the way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Second thing, Wonder Woman has, ha- has to have a presence. And part of that involves her being a big stature because she's taller than, I think, in uh, probably not in everything, but a lot of times she's taller than everybody else. Yeah. And she's Amazon. she literally Amazonian? She's literally an Amazonian. Yeah, so... And if she, she could... If she was, like, what's her name? Um, Sif from Thor... Mm-hmm. She's not much bigger than her than Gal Gadot or whatever, right? Yeah, uh, but she she's more there than Gal Gadot than this this yeah. Wonder Woman. Yeah, she's like she, you notice she's there and she has a presence and that's kind of what it's about. That's why when you hear complaints about people saying, "Oh, she's not big enough," she doesn't look like Amazonian. It's not just that we're complaining about her looks, right? Really, because then because that we're we're complaining about it. she's not she's not fit a character. That in the comics has a physical presence. Mm-hmm. Right. You know? And then you look at her scenes where she's like, I have laser beams, smash my hands together, laser beams. And yeah, then the fo- that was about. And then the following scene is Batman breaking, it looks like, out of a desert cell, beating up th- like 13 guys in a trench coat, looking giant as shit. Like, yeah, that guy <laughs> could beat the fuck out of everybody by himself. All him, no friends, no help. Why is he attacking the Taliban, though? Well, because the Taliban, for some reason, has Superman logos. So I'm thinking, like, fucking, what's his name? Uh, Lex Luthor is just going to be like, hey, Superman, I'm going to brand you. We're going to make you a new name. We're going to do all this thing and fuck Batman. And then that's what happens. Like, Lex Luthor is just going to... And what is it? And he, has, they, and he has Kryptonite, so he's probably, like, you know... Didn't they say that Kryptonite wasn't ex- doesn't, wasn't going to exist in this universe? <laughs> no, but he has a big old green block that he's like, oh, my child. Yeah. And then oh. why does he have Zod's body? Somebody has Zod's body. <laughs> And then, yeah. what good does well, that it's probably going to be him. <laughs> it's probably going to be him. No, I'm, I'm saying, why does Lex Luthor? No, why would Superman keep it? Doesn't make no fucking sense. Yeah, and I don't know. And so that Lex Luthor could steal it and then make something. 
Yeah, there's a like right. there's a lot of little things in this damn trailer where it's like a lot of action. The action looks kind of like really badass. Like, you mm-hmm. know, like like I, like Avengers, the last one, I was trying to follow all the action that happened in that. I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? This where it kind of rains it in with just one-on-one battle that like, you know, very dra- yeah, but Dragon Ball it, Z-esque where it's just like, all right, two guys, let's fucking do this. Let's go. No, but Boom! Batman without Kryptonite, without Kryptonite in this universe Unless they're gonna explain some type of weakness that a Superman has, like maybe that's maybe sees that booty from uh, Wonder Woman and he just loses power. I don't know. Well, they, well, Kryptonite does exist. <laughs> but, like it's there. Like he's petting. But it. also, he he also has another weakness in in this universe, uh, the Kryptonian atmosphere. <laughs> oh. So presumably, if you alter the atmosphere, maybe not even Kryptonian, uh-huh. but the oh, atmosphere okay. change something atmosphere changing. It affected mm-hmm. him in the last movie because. The, it was the sun plus the Earth's atmosphere that gave him strength. Yeah. That's why Zod kind of got sick and the other people kind of got woozy. And that's why he got woozy when he was in the Kryptonian ship because it was Kryptonian atmosphere. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, so you know, and, the, he, and also I'm not sure if they're going to remember. They're probably, my guess is they're going to forget that completely and never mention it. But according to this canon, there he has that second week. Well, it is, first well it is cloudy, so there is no sun. So reasons. That's, that's all I've got. He's that's like, all I've got. He's like a you battery. Can't... He could he can charge for a little bit. Yeah, and then this little Batman's just gonna Man, block he's... out the sun <laughs> <laughs> or fight him underground no, for a longer period of Superman time. Superman could to fly into it? space. That's what I'm saying. Fight him know. underground. No, what Super, what Batman has to do is blow up the sun. <laughs> then he'll uh-huh. lose all powers. And then every, and then <laughs> be like, suck it, suck it, Superman, I win. <laughs> As everybody else dies. Fuck you, universe. <laughs> All right. There's a comic where it was like Batman and Superman fighting, and Superman throws Batman into the sun, and then Batman left him a little note saying, "I stomached like three pounds of kryptonite in my stomach," and it says, "Well played," because the sun turns green, he starts melting. Superman. Oh, no. <laughs> he said, "Well played, Batman." <laughs> <laughs> it's it's fucking ridiculous, but that's how Batman would do it. Just eat kryptonite. But say, like, everybody's in the camp. Like, are you a Superman person or a Batman person? I've always been a Batman person. So yeah. uh, I don't know. Like, Superman's just kind of a chump. I don't like him, so I guess I have to go Batman. What? But then again, but then again, Superman. he is like a god to the Mexican people, it looks like, so maybe. Maybe I have to join He's a god to everybody because he could do whatever the hell he wants. But the Catholics <laughs> But the Catholics. The Catholics are like you know, they show, like, the lady who's, like, in the tsunami or whatever, and she's looking up, and he's just flying, like, I'm here to save you. I am Christ embodied. <laughs> and it's like, okay, a little heavy on the Jesus, but okay. Uh, Which he did, like, what, three times? Yeah, at least. Saving the lady coming out of that space station or whatever that was, and then uh, another one where it's just like, do you get the reference? He is <laughs> Jesus! <laughs> here, hold this hammer. Do you get it yet? <laughs> Uh, and then, and then you see that final clip where Superman is just walking up on the Batmobile, rips it to shreds, and they just like stare each other down. The Batman stands up like, "Bring it on, motherfucker!" Like, <laughs> bitch, I got like three of these. I'm rich. <laughs> what you gonna do? You can have all the powers you want. I got the power that matters. Called ending, checking account. <laughs> and that's it's it's kind of weird because you know they're gonna be doing multiple <laughs> never ending checking. They're gonna be yeah. doing multiple battles because you know in some of the scenes you see Batman without a suit, and then you see him with the suit. And so it's kind of like, you know, what what's going to happen? The Batwing makes an appearance too, right? The Batwing. There's like the whatever the bat. The ship? The, the flying the ship. ship? Yeah. I don't know. 
but last but not least, in my opinion, fuck, what's his name, uh, Jesse Eisenberg and his hair and his stupid comments that he made after Comic-Con. Did you hear about those? No, what he said. He said, he's like, I hate, he was like, essentially the, the gist of it is, yeah, I hate Comic-Con. People are just coming at you and like are constantly on you all the time. It's kind of, I don't know what like genocide is like, but it's probably like that. D- Genocide? <laughs> yeah. Are you sure he didn't say Genesis? No, genocide. Are you sure he didn't say Gen Gen X? Gen X? No. Are you sure he's nope. not just being an idiot? No, it, no, I'm pretty sure he's an idiot. I can I can kind of agree with you that he's being an idiot. He's like, mm. well, it's not quite like genocide. It's more like you know a holocaust. No, he didn't say that, but he tried to like backpedal. <laughs> he tried to backpedal, and and like everyone's like, you're a fucking idiot. Like, I, th- I honestly think it was like a ploy to make him more of a villain because everyone's like, ha, his hair's stupid. Yeah. His hair's fucking dumb. And then they're like, well, Jesse, you need you to be an asshole. Just, just, just bring up the word genocide. Just do it. Oh, I can bring up Holocaust. No, that Holocaust think, is too I much. I don't think people are that smart. I don't think people are that smart or dumb. I think he was just being an idiot in a, yeah. in a moment where he's like, I'm just going to say what I'm thinking right now. Right now. I, I, I'm Jesse Eisenberg. I have faith in him to do the role. But the red coats are coming. That's just again, who's we've got to remember who's directing the fucking movie. Yep, we can we, I, we um, can get another sucker punch in there, man. I'm just saying oh because there could be a I dance. Say, this is Zack Snyder. Are you? I'm not. That's I'm, the only it, thing it, I want to like the movie. I want to like the movie, but fucking Zack Snyder. Mm-hmm. I know. But, uh, and then so the last any last thoughts on uh, Batman vs Superman. Cause it looks badass. Like I'm actually excited for a DC movie for fucking once. Like I'm excited I'm for Ben. Aff- I'm excited for Ben Affleck's standalone Batman movie. That's what I'm. Excited <laughs> for. Uh, yeah, I'm directed by Ben Affleck. Right, directed by. That's what makes it awesome. Produced. That better be the real reason why they they cast him to direct a movie. Cause produced by Tyler Perry in a Tyler Perry production. Batman's Tyler Perry. Well, I'm just funny. saying, Ben he, Ben Affleck. He's a good actor, but he's a better director. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And so, so yeah, Batflick. I think we're all on Team Batman here because Superman's kind of a dick. Because uh, nobody wants to do a, a, no one wants to do anything with Superman. Yeah, uh, you can find interesting things in comics, but in the movies, nobody like this. The whole thing that bothers me with Superman is that he had this somewhat interesting conflict between Pa Kent being like, "Don't show your powers," mm-hmm. and then uh, Javert being like, "Show your powers," mm-hmm. and. So then Pa Kent is like, he goes to the point of not getting him to use his powers that he's like, I'm going to die so you don't reveal yourself. Mm-hmm. Which is like, what? That that kind of doesn't make sense, I guess. But if it leads to something, then maybe it'll it'll be interesting. Maybe it'll be a relief. Maybe we'll learn something about Superman. Right. And then Gladiator comes out and is like, hey, use your powers. So here's a suit. And he's like, all right, I'm going to be use my powers and here's my suit. It's like... <laughs> Fuck what my dad who raised me said. Right. And, yeah, and I'm, I'm following you, becomes space a, dad. It never becomes a conflict again. It never becomes, no. I'm going to use my powers, but I'm going to be afraid to use them what, or anything What are you like talking that. about? Mama Kent was like, you could be their hero, be their savior. Or not. You don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> like that, that was kind of like the dumbest part of that trailer. It's like, you can be no, a god. No, it's true. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm with her on that. Like, you could be anything you want. Or not. Right? Or nothing. Or just leave. You don't owe this planet anything. Like. She hits the nail on the head. Yeah, but but which is a which is the question she, he should have got, but he never had that moment where he was like, "Oh, this is what's gonna make me decide." It was basically yeah. Master Commander saying, "I'm gonna lead you down the hallway, and then you got to go fight them." 
Mm-hmm. Oh, by the way, I'm like a super intelligent AI who's essentially your dad. <laughs> like, <laughs> he says something like, oh, it's good to look upon you. Like, aren't you just a computer AI? Like, I'm a computer. <laughs> like, why do you care what you're looking like, upon him? Was it like a Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy? I talk to the main computer. <laughs> he hates me. <laughs> but I need to watch that movie again. Yeah, I, I read an article. I read recently watched too. I read an article where it's like, what can't the movies get right about Superman? And the guy made a point. The guy was writing the article was like one of the more recent Batman's. I guess the better runs of the Batman's was they portrayed Superman. Sorry, Superman as the most powerful being in the universe in the world, but he was raised. By some parents in Kansas. And so, like, you know, they essentially down... So he kills all the gays? No, down... <laughs> well, no, essentially, they Oof. they downplayed he, his powers. He really likes Jayhawks basketball? <laughs> no. <laughs> they downplayed his powers, and essentially, at the heart of it, he's just a good good guy. Like, a decent human being, even though he's an alien, even though he has all his power, that he's just a yeah. good guy. And, you know, he's not... He doesn't... Like, he doesn't have to use his power. He's just kind of like... You know, I'm Clark Kent. I can fly. All right, let's go some places. You know, kind of like a person who would have unlimited strength be most of the time. Just kind of like, yeah. I can do this, but, you know, my mama raised me right. I, those are my parents. I lived with them my entire life. Just because I found out I'm an alien, you know, I have all the strength and shit. doesn't mean that my mama didn't raise, you know, some fool. Uh, I don't know why I went hood there, but whatever. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I, I found that interesting because everything Superman lately has been super, like, you know, be a savior. Don't hide your powers. Don't hide your powers. Everyone has a say in it. Like, no, he's yeah, just be a Jesus foil. Yeah, like it's like he's just a dude, like a good dude. Like, imagine like the coolest bro you have, and then imagine him with like superpowers. That's yeah. what like Superman should be. Like, hey, I'll buy you a drink and, after work. Yeah, it's fucking, it's fucking do it. And the con- the conflict's gonna come from being a normal person doesn't help you with anything. Like, you fail. You're gonna fail at politics, or you're gonna fail at understanding global economics or you're going to fail at being unable to convince somebody no matter what you do because they're a religious zealot yeah. like yeah the conflicts are going to be what a regular human can't do on a social economic global kind of scale like these things that you just can't get past you know what i mean yeah. like lex luther trying to convince lex luther like stop being a dick <laughs> you know don't be mean you got, you're rich as hell why do you need to be better than me and then you just you just learn that because He's semi psychotic, you know. He he got all this. He's a megalomaniac, right? He, everything he needs to be the best and the biggest at everything, and he was Never until time. this immortal came and usurped his popularity, usurped his, made him seem smaller. You know, so, that's so kind of like Donald like Trump. So, lo- so he's Donald Trump, essentially. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right? You know, it's goddamn illegal Superman alien. He's but Donald he's Trump, a rapist but he's, and a he's a genius though. So that's the difference. That's true, Donald Trump. Yeah. Uh, Lex Luthor didn't inherit his shit, apparently. So, um, so yeah, that's kind of a final thoughts. We're gonna reference this when the movie gets closer, because apparently we're always right on this shit. So, by we, you mean Gilbert? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I say we, so I can take credit too. But but then they also had during Comic Con the the annoying little brother of Batman vs Superman, Suicide Squad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Amanda Waller. God, I, Killer Croc. I could Bo- Captain Boomerang. I could give a shit about this movie even more. Headshot. Like, so essentially... El Chapo, loco. <laughs> right? I forgot what that guy is. Gen- El Diablo. El Diablo. El, Diablo. El generic cholo. Yeah. <laughs> hey, he's Mexican. You know why? Because he has a skull on his face, right? Girls like that right now, or, right? Orale. Orale Vado. Um, but... He has a Letterman jacket from 30 years ago. 
But he didn't even finish high school. <laughs> This dude looks like, I swear to God that El Diablo looks like a homie I used to have back in the day. Remember the little toys? Yeah. Right? The homie? Right. He looks like a fucking homie. It's probably it called El Diablo 2. <laughs> probably. No shit. And then um, they got the guy with that skin condition. What was his name? Killer, Killer Croc. Croc. <laughs> that looks like um, a roided out Goomba from the Mario's 90s. I'm just saying, man. Eczema, you shouldn't like. laugh at eczema, man. Eczema. I know people with eczema. You, it's just... Rough. Got skin cancer, man. It's all right. He lives with it. He's okay. But that's a fucked up name to give him. You're a killer croc. I have dry skin. You're a killer croc. <laughs> I'm just an ashy dude. Ashy. Put a hood on you, ugly shit. Kind of <laughs> looks like. Why did you um, file your teeth? If you, he looks like Jamie Foxx's Electro to me. <laughs> just green, yeah, not blue, not blue, yeah. but just with a hoodie and shit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He just looks like. Like, why does he yeah. have to be super, like, when I think Killer Croc, you know, I, I played uh, Arkham Asylum, and you had to fight Killer Croc, and that scared the shit out of me. That game, very good game, because just the, the baddies were very good in that game, and Killer Croc was scary shit, big old crocodile dude. This guy's like, oh, kind of like, the, 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 the evil Marco the, Polo game? <laughs> yes, evil <laughs> But like, you know, he's just kind of like, okay, now I'm just a big thug. Like, no, you know what he is? He's not a monster. No, but you know what he is? He's a dude with a big ass head. Yeah. The rest of his proportions are like regular, but then he just got yeah. a big ass head and 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 pointy teeth. They should have called him big ass head. <laughs> big ass head. And then you got Will Smith is dead shot. Let's go save the Earth. It's like, <laughs> God got damn a, it, Will got, Smith. <laughs> you got young Uncle Phil. That's how he got all that money. That's how he got all the money to buy that house Unc- in Bel Air. Unc- Uncle Phil died. and He just inherited it all. He killed Carlton. Remember that gun they got in that one episode where Carlton bought the gun. Yes. He bought the gun and then, you know, Will was like, he got shot saving Carlton's life. He took the gun and then killed Carlton with it. That was the twist ending to that <laughs> episode. And that's who became Deadshot. And then you have Margot Ro- Robbie, Roby as Harley Quinn, who just put it out there. I want to have sex with immediately. Like, God damn. Just, why has that got to be the first thing you say, Sam? Be- because there was no other character revelations for that. For that. They kind of. The- you can't say. I think she is a good Harley Quinn. I watched the Batman animated series version where she was created, and I think she represents that well. Or oh, they messed her up because she's not dressed like a clown. It's like oh, she got a vagina, and I can almost see her butt cheeks. Right. I want to fuck her. Or or just start off subtle, more subtle about it. like oh yeah, she looks very hot in that outfit or whatever. Nah. She's or at least say I would Harley her Quinn or something. <laughs> Come on, nah. right, Sam. <laughs> Sam. Samuel, I want to put my penis. And that JJ. <laughs> but that every was every other fucking nerd who watched that goddamn trailer. That was leading to though the thing that kind of killed it for me, which was they did they did a, a Age of Ultron where they just got like a cutesy song and slowed it down. So it's like I started a joke. Everything. Oh, I completely forgot like, about oh my god, I, I was like that out. I guess I was like I, th- I never thought I'd have to do it again, but it was just like you know I have no straight like. It was the same thing. I'm like, why? Why is everyone doing like old timey song in slow motion? Because it worked. It didn't work. <sighs> didn't work for me. Didn't work, didn't work for, for me. Assassin's Creed. Um, didn't, work for... didn't work for Age of Ultron. Like I was just like, didn't work for the Gallows. The Gallows is the same thing too. <laughs> like I, I don't know. Like it, just slowing down a song doesn't make doesn't create ambiance. It just creates a slow song that's silly. I get ah oh, yeah. the joke is Joker. Ha, get it. Yay. But it's like whatever. And then you have, you know, Rick Flag, uh, whoever that is. You have Jag- Rick Flair. Rick Flair. <laughs> Woo! 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. I can't help myself. That would be that would be a much that would be a much that would be a much better choice, I think. Ric Flair is Suicide Squad. You got Jai Courtney as Captain Boomerang, which is the dumbest fucking name for anybody. It's like, oh, look at the comics. He's even dumber. Uh, Cara De Delevingne as Enchantress. So I guess I think it's the one in the water. She's just kind of sitting in a puddle for no fucking reason. Uh, Viola Davis <laughs> as Amanda Waller. Cool. Adewale, uh, whatever, as Killer Croc. Big-headed dude. Adewale, whatever. Yeah, seriously. This is the description according to Wikipedia. A supervillain who suffers from a skin condition that causes him to develop reptilian features. So it is skin cancer. That's literally the only... And it makes him have a big head. Karen Fukuhara as Katana. Sure. Uh, there's an expert, an expert martial artist and swordsman. Adam Beach as Slipknot, not the band. And then Jay Hernandez as El Diablo. Those last two people, no description on what the fuck they are. <laughs> Jay Hernandez, El Diablo. I don't even know what El Diablo is. What he does is—is is he an actual demon? Um, nope. He's just a—he just looks like a fucking dude. Or is well, he just like a dude that does bad shit? I, yeah, I think he's—I think he's what Donald I, Trump yeah, feared. I don't know. Supposedly he—he he was he was originally some white dude who got a a, Mex- a demon in him, but then it went to a Mexican dude. I don't know if they still have the demon storyline. I don't know if this will have demons in it. This is just his grandma saying he's got the devil in him. <laughs> and he just went with it. He just went with it for that like 30 just, years. That was, that was like a, a childhood nickname because he was a little rat basket kid and he just kind of just like went with <laughs> it. Diablito. Ay, Dios mio. And just give him the cross over his chest, you know. And then, you know, and it's like, all right, so we have the Suicide Squad. They're a bunch of bad guys. You know, now that Batman and Superman are fighting. Why this seems like a good idea, I have no fucking clue, but all right. Let's get bad guys to It would save seem the world. like a good idea if these were fun and fun and entertaining characters who would like, you know, do something and they would have interactions and stuff like that. But it seems like it's going the whole like no fun route where <laughs> it's no fun it's gotta allowed. be serious. And though here's is, here's the thing that gets me is you get the suicide squad, you know, kinda like it's kinda like this. With Guardians of the Galaxy, nobody knew who the fuck they were. So the entire first part of the advertising is, hey, these are who these people are. Right. Here is this character bio of who these people are. Even just, just as their archetypes first. Here's the archetypes. You know, Peter Quill, he's a dickhole. Groot, he's a tree that hangs out with the tiny raccoon. Gamora, killer assassin. Uh, what's his name? Drax, the destroyer, is the destroyer. Bam! That's it. 30 second spot. This one's like, here's all these characters. Where's the Joker? Here's all some more characters. Well, where's the fucking Joker? And then at the end, I'm not gonna kill you. I'm gonna kill you really slow. Or whatever he says. And it's like, I'm just gonna hurt you really, really, really bad. And it's like, okay. I'm just gonna put this in your butthole. <laughs> That's what he's saying. And, and, and it's the same picture. It's the same picture as the one that we got in that press release because there's been a press release yeah. every goddamn week about this damn movie. It's like, oh, Will Smith is fucking Margot Robbie. Apparently that's like a thing because Will Smith has an open marriage with Jada, which is fucking dumb because Jada's hot enough for anybody in this damn world, but whatever. And, you know, so that's all these little bullshit rumors and stuff. And then you see that purple Lambo. I think it's a Lambo where like Harley Quinn's like, I hope you got insurance, waka waka. It's like, okay. And then, you know, <laughs> and you see Batman on top of it doing Batman things. It's the same huge Batman it looks like. So also, spoiler alert, probably Batman doesn't die in Batman vs. Superman. So <laughs> so there you go. So fuck that movie. We already skipped that movie. Um, 
you know, and so then it's just this amalgam of stuff. It ends with the Joker. You get a little bit of the laugh, which is kind of like I said. It's not like did you? I don't he, like. It should have ended with the real. Oh, real. Joker yeah, laugh. it was like I said, major pain. I told you guys before. Like hey, hey, oh, oh, hey. It kind of just does it, and then he says, "I'm gonna hurt you real bad. Somebody gonna get hurt real bad." That's what I thought of if that Russell Peters special. If you guys have seen that, yes. And <laughs> and everyone's like hyping him up. He's like, "Oh man, Jared Leto." He, he's into this role. Like, he's going mad in this role. Like, he's, you know, character actor. He's, you know, he's doing, doing heroin. He's doing and, Heath Ledger. <laughs> yeah, he's doing Heath Ledger. He's, oh, no. He's doing heroin and he's, you know, he's actually scaring people and sending them dead rats and stuff for gifts. Like, he's being fucking weird about it. And, and you don't get that from this. You just get like, hey, here's his face and here he's talking and he has the, you know, his teeth are busted up. He's got face tattoos. His hair is green and that's it. Which is all we already knew about. What do you want from the fucking trailer? If I, I it's not I don't want anything. I want something different from the trailer. I want to know who these people are instead of the yeah, Joker. You want to know who these people are or who, what the story is? Yeah, yeah. And and, and I, those, we didn't get either of those. And, and people are losing their mind because it's like, ah, oh, it's the Joker, but it's the same shit we've gotten. You know, and part of those press releases is it's here's Jared Leto at a concert doing the Joker voice. Like I heard him do this damn voice like a month ago. Where he's like at a concert, he's like, I'm gonna kill everyone. And everyone's like, whoa, he's gonna kill us all. And it's like, <laughs> I think Sammy's just, he's just tired of all these press releases. I think so. He's just tired. Yeah. I, he's just, <sighs> sleep, Sam. Just, it's okay, child. I'm going to bed. It's okay. Good night, everyone. No, I get, I totally get, I, it, I can't remember movies like that, but I remember when just get inundated. It's saturation, and nothing yeah. good comes of saturation. And with the release of this trailer, nothing new was released other than Batman's not gonna die. So that's it. And then, you know, and, you know, Will Smith's going to save the Earth. That was ridiculous. Everyone's like, hey, why does he have to say that in every movie? Because he's fucking Will Smith. And we don't need to take him seriously any more than he wants to be anymore. <laughs> you know, it's like uh, he had a chance. He had a chance to be serious and he fucked it up by allowing himself to say that line. While you guys are talking, I was just watching Tara Strong Vines. What were we guys talking about? Who's Tara Strong and... The voice of Harley Quinn. Don't worry about it, Sam. Timmy Turner. And... Don't worry Timmy about Turner. <laughs> Anyway, uh, bubbles from Powerpuff Girls. Bubbles yes. from Powerpuff Girls. So, any last thoughts on Suicide Squad? I think at the end they're all going to commit suicide because <laughs> that's what that's what Suicide Squads do, don't do, don't they? The suicide packs. Oh, never mind. Suicide, suicide packs. Pack. There you go. Um, I don't give a shit. Again, I'm going to go see the movie just to see Jared Leto do the Joker. Which um, is about well, half I, of the people who are going are going to see it for. Exactly. I want to see some Batman and be like, all right, Ben Affleck, direct your movie, please. No, nah, man, I'm going for Ric Flair. That's where you want to go. Woo! Give me two claps and a Ric Flair. Woo! There you go. All right. And 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 another one is Harley, seeing Harley Quinn. You know, seeing how she actually does. Yeah, I, I was crass in my uh, in my reception of her. But I want, I'm just saying, just next time, lead into it, <laughs> build it up a little bit. Uh, I, I mean, so, uh, what's the actress's name? Margot Robbie. Margot Robbie. Sometimes like Margot Robbie. I want to fuck her. God damn. All right. <laughs> Well, that's how I'm. If I ever Will, Will Smith's already doing if, it, right? If I if I ever meet her, that's how I'm opening. By the way, be like, hey, I want to fuck you. Is that cool? And then she'll say no, probably, probably. And then you'll get arrested. <laughs> and then I can go hang with El Chapo. But anyway, moving on, Gerg. Yes. It is time for your favorite villain of all time. I think it's all time. Yeah. yeah actually, I think you've been quoted as saying, "Apocalypse is your favorite." This is the apocalypse. A, uh, Age of Apocalypse. Is it called Age of Apocalypse? Age of Ultron? It's the is, Age uh, of Aquarius. Yeah. Age <laughs> of I think it's just X-Men Apocalypse. I think it's just X-Men Apocalypse. X-Men Apocalypse, yeah. yeah. X-Men Apocalypse. And Days of 
Days of Future Ending. <laughs> and you have, uh, what's his name? Oscar Isaac as the titular role of Apocalypse. Now, everybody out there has probably seen the picture. And some of you have maybe even seen the trailer. I saw the trailer, and it looks kind of awesome, you know, essentially setting up that Apocalypse was the original uh, OG a mutant. He's like, I have many names. Yahweh. Jesus. Like, he's pretty much every god ever. He's King Arthur. All that shit. In Sabah. Nur. In Sabah. Anu- you know, Anubis. In all that Anubis. shit. So he's all these things. And then... Kim Kardashian. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> he broke the internet. All of them. All of them. Everyone. All of them. And then, at some point, it culminates in, like, 1985. Whatever. And so... <laughs> he figured that was the year to come back and do shit. Right? Or he's like, I, I love that Orson Welles book. I'm just gonna make a big bang. Right about then now. he was late a year, 1984. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he read it in 84, Gilbert. <laughs> yeah. It came oh, out in 84, but he read it in 85, right? <laughs> it didn't come out in 84. I know, it came out in 84, but he read it in 85, right? Don't worry. Uh-huh. Apocalypse got a lot to do, man. He, he was a couple <laughs> books behind. He's got it. He probably caught up in It, some Stephen King no- novel, and then... He, he was at cemetery. At <laughs> cemetery, whatever came out in the early eighties. I think it was it or I don't even know. Yeah. Anyway, and so um, yes, I'm um, Oscar Isaac. I'm happy the boy's getting roles. Mm-hmm. Very happy he's getting roles. Because um, if you don't pay no tolls, yeah, then you can get no roles. But um, Mel Brooks reference, got it. Yeah, <laughs> that's an excuse, more obscure one too. But anyway, um, and I understand a lot of people. Like everybody sees the picture where they're all purple. <laughs> And it looks very Ivan News. Purple rain. <laughs> if you want to be a horseman of the apocalypse, you have to purify yourselves in the waters of Lake Minnetonka. But um, God damn. But yeah, I I, I seen the uh, Entertainment Weekly picture, and then he's blue on that. So I'm like, I'm confused. <laughs> yeah, my biggest thing is, even though this is kind of a stupid play on words, it's very stupid. But I was young and stupid when I watched the animated series where I first saw Apocalypse. I thought Apocalypse literally had an emphasis on the lips itself. Like, that big lip he had. I was yeah. like, Apocalypse. Like, I thought that was part of it. That's how Apocalypse. <laughs> like, My name is Apoc. Apoc. But I have some lips. <laughs> and so, like, Apocalypse. That is a, that's a big part to me, is, like, the lips. And he doesn't have any of that. He just looks like an Egyptian something. And My, my big thing is his size, um, his, like, the way he's going to, like, address people, and then the cables. Those cables always were iconic to me. The one that went from his arm to, yeah. like, his shoulder or whatever. Right. And he seems to have some, like, on his neck. Mm-hmm. So they, they, it did. And I think a little bit on his arms, but I, I don't know. But um, the way he, his presence and the way he's going to address people is the main thing. Because Apocalypse was, like, he talked to everybody as if they were goddamn insects. Like, he didn't care. <laughs> one of the and lines ha- from the uh, animated series was... He was talking to somebody, a mutant, and he was like, I am as far beyond mutants as you are beyond humans, or something like that. It was just yeah. Like, Dang. Yeah, you're nothing but shit to him. Yeah, <laughs> like, he, he doesn't care about, like, I don't even know why he bothers with fucking with people, because it's like, at the end of the day, he's just like, I, you know, he already knows he's going to win, so I, to me, that would be like, uh, why would you even bother if you had that type of mentality? But anyway, mm-hmm. um, I'm happy to see that Archangel is coming into this. Archangel? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, you mean Angel? Spoilers, Gerg. Oh, Angel. God. Angel. Oh, Angel. Then, My bad. then he got. He doesn't transform into Archangel till later. Uh-huh. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. And then you have Olivia Munn as Psylocke, which is kind of like. You could have picked any other Asian, I'm pretty sure. Like, 
you were talking about like kind of the physicality. Like if you've ever read those '90s comic books or seen them or any of the cartoons, Psylocke is also like very Amazonian, like all muscle legs, all muscle arms, and stuff like that. And then giant titties, like every other comic book woman. Yes. Like, <laughs> I can, no, but I can. Sorry, I can. Olivia Munn's athletic. She she has the build for yeah. it. Apocalypse isn't like thirty feet tall, so yeah, the outfit is actually on point as well as Storms in that picture. I just want to say about the outfit. I know it's true to what she actually dresses like, but I wish there was a little bit more, or it was just a little bit different. I know that's gay for me to say, but no, you want know. to make see, it more see, functional. See, seeing her in the actual bikini, not bikini, bathing suit is like, oh, she's in a bathing suit, just like the comics. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I hope. Yeah. But yeah, Fox they 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 love to make weird costume things. Mm-hmm. Like their costuming, especially when they put them in production photos, yeah, looks awful. Right? I mean, <laughs> it just kind of looks like they, she's doing a cosplay. They made, they made quick, yeah, they make Quicksilver look super weird. I mean, he turned out fine in the end. Yeah. But up to that point, it was just like, wow, this guy looks fucking weird. Like, yeah. And then, and then my second favorite mutant is in this movie with Nightcrawler. So I'm happy to see that because we That's need right. more blue and purple in this movie. All right, let's keep it going. No, you know what though? I'm just saying. You know what though? Jubilee. Oh my god. Jubilee. Yes. That yeah, you seen that. Fireworks from the fingers. <laughs> Hell yeah. Some people would say it is the the worst power, but some would say it's also the best. <laughs> I'm just saying, if you know how much how hot fireworks actually burn, mm-hmm. fireworks are made out of like metal. Mm-hmm. That's they just ignite metal. Yeah. And like I think that's like they're getting the costumes down on these ones, which is kind of neat. Like all the costumes are very, very on point to some of the comic books, except Apocalypse. However, if I'm not mistaken, doesn't Apocalypse get defeated and then get rebuilt as metal? I don't. I, th- I, don't I recall. think that I just know he's a shapeshifter. I, yeah, yeah, I think that was part of like some of his like the uh, like he was this like Egyptian god type person like from the beginning of time, and then and he materializes himself into something. Yeah, else. and he yeah. materializes into that big robot thing, and then he's able to like robot angel to archangel, all those things and stuff like that. So, um, I need some more clarification on that, but. The, the What I saw from the trailer, it was just kind of like, Apocalypse is scary. Everyone should fear him. Oscar Isaac can do it, I think, you know, because he's kind of a scary guy sometimes. He can be anyway. Um, but other than the costumes, I, I, I have a news. That's all I can say. Like, we complained about, <laughs> I have a news. I can't get it out of my head. And until I see some post-production where there's, like, some CG effects on him or something. Or, like, a filter. Or, like, an, yeah, or, like, a aura or something because... He just kind of looks like a Power Ranger bad guy. He really does. Like yeah. his suit doesn't look metal. It looks all like plastic. It looks like okay, I gotta put this costume on, and you know, well, it looks like a movie costume. Exactly. Yeah, like it, that picture. It's, it's a it's a rubberized, you know, mm-hmm. suit that's form fitting. Yeah, but that can move and breathe a little bit. Like they look like they're doing cosplay to me. Like yeah. it's it's not. There's some cosplayers that done Apocalypse pretty good. Right. No, yeah, and you know they. I've probably you've probably seen those pictures too, where they're like, "Oh, these cosplayers did it better." Yeah, so they did more faithful, but yeah. you know, mo- movie costumes are different though because then they have to deal with movie lighting and their editing, and there's a bunch of stuff that goes into it. That's why I don't like the production photos. <laughs> fuck, yeah, fuck production Just photos. <laughs> clean it up and give me a good picture. Right. Uh, and I think my boy Beast is coming back, but he's still soft. I just hate Beast in this world. He's just kind of a like you know what you know what would be awesome if Beast is like doing something and then he gets like injured and he's they're like Beast we need your help he's like oh I can't I'm injured and then he grabs a spray can and just goes witness 
witness me. <laughs> and then a bunch of war boys come and they're just like, witness. <laughs> Shiny and crow oh, to the gates of Valhalla. And then he's <laughs> Yeah. That did throw me off. I was like, is that Beast? Is that? And I asked my buddy, is that Beast? He's like, yep, that, that's him. He's, he's a great actor, right? I'm like, I still saw Beast. I don't know. Beast is my favorite character and, and Days of Future Past, all that, uh, all that stuff. Uh, what was the first one? Is Days of Future Past, right? No, the first one was First Class. Man, First Class. First Class. First Class. It's like, Beast, what's your problem? I have big feet and I'm really smart. You look like you fucking won on the fucking mutant scale, man. I got big feet and I'm a big old dumbass. How about that? I can't find shoes. Oh my god, I can climb and I'm super athletic. The whole point was that, like, Beast's character, I love Beast's character, cause he, I, I think he's kinda like me. Oh. Like, you identify with him. I, you I identify with him is the right way god, to say that. I think he's kind of like me. I'm like, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> Beast identifies with me. Essentially, essentially, <laughs> Beast was a big old doofus, but was super athletic, so they let him, like, play football and shit. But everyone's like, ha, hey, he's smart, you're a fucking nerd. Go away, we hate you. And then he's like, man, I don't want to be, I don't want to, I don't want to be big anymore. And so he's like, I'm going to inject myself with this normalizing potion. And then he turns blue and everyone hates him because he's blue. So it's kind of like, you know, that's like my life story. You know, I try to inject myself with things. He learns to live with this, Sam. He learns <laughs> to live with it. Yeah. But this guy was just kind of like, I have big feet and I get to fuck Mystique. It's like, your life's going pretty well, dude. Your life, you, if you're fucking Mystique, you can have any girl in the history of the world that you want. Like, good luck trying to tell that to her though. <laughs> Well, after Magneto fucked it all up, which I still love Magneto. That's probably the best thing about the series is Magneto in the first class Days of Future Past world. That Michael Fassbender. Michael Fassbender is fucking badass. Yes, that dude is a beast. My favorite. I, I, just, I actually just watched. Um, <laughs> um, I actually just watched um, Days of Future Past, and that scene where he's there in the plane, uh-huh. and he starts yelling at him like Azazel. Oh, and all the other mutants that like died for unknown reasons, yeah. and the place is like crumbling, and he's like crashing. Yeah, like that was just like, damn. <laughs> he awesome. he he gives a shit. Um, right. And then I just read and this is a cinema blend one day ago, just because I was looking up X Men Apocalypse. Uh, Apocalypse will feature a bigger and better Quicksilver scene because if you have something good, all you have to do is double it, and people love it twice as much. Right. I'm just, <sighs> you know. Uh, I don't know. I like Quicksilver, but they just kind of threw him in. Here's an awesome scene, and they kind of just forgot about him. Like, they could have used him for so much more shit if he's that useful. Like, I would have him on my team forever. I'd be like, you're you're now an X-Man. You're on every mission. If you can break into the goddamn Pentagon as a 16-year-old kid, like, you're with me now. Yeah. You know. He could... I, I Like, I wonder if Xavier went back to, like, recruit him and say, hey, come to my school now that we dealt with that whole Magneto <laughs> Sentinel thing. Right. <laughs> and I guess that's... you know the fact that you're so damn fast, you can't be tracked any way for currently right now. <laughs> it's the '80s. We didn't have internet yet. Well, the video still the video didn't catch him. There's not much that can. Right. <laughs> it's, I don't know. Um. So yeah, that's that. X Men Apocalypse. Anything else to say about that? Um. I'm excited for it. That's part of the next. That's part of the next like uh, Marvel movie. I'm actually truly excited for. Really. Yeah. Yeah. What's like? What's coming up next on like the Marvel movie list? Well, Marvel or just like superhero Marvel? Well, like? Marvel. Yeah, Marvel in general, like Marvel. Uh, Fantastic Four. <laughs> I said good movie. Like I said, exciting. Hey man, you don't know. God, That's when the same director yeah. as X Men. Yeah, but yeah, I- I'm gonna watch know. it based on that alone. 
Oh, man. Everything tells me not to... The thing has no pants. <laughs> that, that, I think that just bothers me. Give him some just, fucking hey, pants. Dr. Manhattan didn't have pants. Solomon. At least he doesn't have a Brock dongle <laughs> hanging out and to and fro. Dr. Manhattan had a blue one. Dr. Manhattan, I just remember reading... I remember reading somewhere that he had, there was like CGI dong physics. <laughs> like someone had to program like the physics for his moving dong. I'm oh, like, man, I heard you worked on uh, Watchmen. <laughs> no, man, you heard, you heard that from somewhere else. No, man, I'm pretty great. sure you worked on Watchmen. No, it wasn't me. What did you do on Watchmen? Don't look at my credit. Dong physician. <laughs> dong. You know what he should have done? You know what? It would have been awesome. Like if, if they gave it the physics of like video game ragdoll effects. <laughs> Like, he, he turns left and it just starts going. <laughs> it's like Kermit going crazy. <laughs> and it's like it like does that collision thing where like every time it collides with something, it just walk, keeps wobbling. It's got. It's like it's like a piece of Jello put. <laughs> it's just like a Jello encased in like Saran wrap, just like. Ah! I like the the what Gilbert said. The fucking game physics. I'm just thinking about GTA. Anytime you like write <laughs> something, your thing's like. No, it wobble, wobble. It's all wobble, 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 and then it hits the ground, and then you're still all wiggly. <laughs> that shit's funny. Uh, I love, I love when you ragdoll, and your body just goes like linguini, and then you <laughs> land, and then your game, your player, your guy resets, like he, and he just gets yeah. back up like nothing happened. <laughs> he gets all rigid and shit. My arm went behind my back, and then behind my own ass, and but now I'm okay. I'm alright. Life is good. Uh, the, the skate, the skate video games are the worst at that. Yeah. <laughs> like you play a skate game, and and they tried to keep rigidity, but if you hit anything, it would just bend as if you had no skeleton. So you can like land on your neck, go through your chest, and just bounce up. And you're like, I'm fine. I'm wiggle, wiggle, wiggle. And you're just jelly. You're just like wiggling on the cement on top of it, as if you were like an earthquake or something. But anyway, away from dong physics, uh, we get we're gonna move to the realm of television. And this wasn't a Comic-Con, but it was actually right before. And I got super hyped for this. We're going to talk about Ash vs. Evil Dead. Woo. So essentially, it's on, was it Stars? Yeah. A new miniseries by, I want to say Sam Raimi did it, is actually on this now. Um, it is the extension, the future of the Evil Dead series and uh, Army of Darkness whole entire movie thing. And it's going to be... A horror sitcom, as is described by Sam Raimi and Bruce Campbell. It is a sequel to Evil Dead, Evil Dead 2, and Army of Darkness. Direct sequel. And in the trailer that they released, it's essentially like 30 years ago, I was in this cabin, we opened up the Necronomicon, and the evil was released. Now it's coming to get me, and, you know, Bruce Campbell. Does he even have a real... Oh, Ash Williams, There's, that's his actual name. Yeah. I, I just want to call him Bruce Campbell. Like, Bruce Campbell... <laughs> <Name's> <laughs> Ashley. Yeah. And um, he's like a janitor or some shit like that, like a regular dude. And the evil comes back to get him. And him with his cast of ethnically diverse friends uh, go and save the day. And it's super bloody. It's super hilarious, you know, because they just... Isn't it just one Mexican and a white girl? Yeah. Maybe she's Jewish? Yeah, she... Yeah. <laughs> that's as ethnically diverse as you're going to get on Stars, I think. So, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. You guys didn't watch Spartacus. <laughs> it was a little gay-tastic for me, so... A little gay-tastic for me. <laughs> Uh, inside <laughs> jokes between us and only us, folks. Um, and that one pizza dude. And then, <laughs> don't ask or ask. Hey, it's up to you. Comic Con 2012. <laughs> and so you know, Lucy Lawless is in this and things like that. And we show the trailer. Go watch the trailer right now. It's hilarious. Um, 
I don't know. I I watched uh, Evil Dead 2, and I liked it a lot. You know, the chainsaw, groovy, that kind of stupid shit. Things going crazy, people getting stabbed in the face, and had, you know, all sorts of chaos and whatnot. And I haven't seen the other ones. I still have yet to see them, but apparently they're all both very good, too. And good in the sense that a B-movie good, I guess. If you can kind of well, go into the it. First which, one, is, which is good. Yeah. The first one is almost like a student film. Mm-hmm. And it's a student film that is just about people being crazy movie makers and kind of being gory. Basically trying to make all these gore effects and things happen. Mm-hmm. But the reason it's different is because it has Bruce Campbell. <laughs> yes. And, it, and he... Even back then was, I mean, hail to the king, baby. Right. Pretty much. And then, you know, and then the second one, the second one recap, but the recap is, is like a, it's a false recap though. Mm -hmm. Am I back? Yeah, you're good. You've been good. Okay. So basically uh, a couple things happen in the first movie Uh and then the second movie recaps those things, but changes them. Mm -hmm. So, so like, uh. I think Ash loses his hand differently or something. I can't remember exactly. It's been a while. Yeah. But it was kind of interesting because you could tell that they needed to change these to make the second movie make more sense. So when they recapped it, they essentially changed the first movie canon. <laughs> right. And and it was like it, it went from being a student film to a B movie film. So it had more budget, more effects, more better quality and, and things like that. Mm-hmm. And then I think they did that again in Evil Dead where to make Evil Dead make cert- sense in certain places, they did a recap that changed the canon again in the second film. Mm-hmm. So it, it, it's a, it, you, I watched them back to back, so it's pretty right. interesting to do it that way. Yeah. And I've never seen Army of Darkness, I would but suggest if- Army of Darkness just looks insane. I'm just looking at stills. It's like, I haven't seen Army of Darkness, and it just looks insane. It's just like, all right, he has a chainsaw, a shotgun, and there's knights everywhere. <laughs> Cause, uh, if you watch Army of Darkness, be prepared for the tone to shift from a horror to a comedy, because... Yeah, just because that's what they chose to do, and that's you know? and that's what they chose to do. What looks like the series, like this series, is strictly almost yeah. a comedy. Well, the, uh, okay, I should take that back. Um, Army of Darkness was a horror comedy. Army of Darkness Two was a, pretty much the same, and then Wait, Army of Darkness Three was mostly a comedy. There's Army of Darkness Two. Yeah, I'm trying to. Find I only see. No, I mean not. No, no, not Army of Darkness Two. Sorry, uh, Evil, Evil Dead, Dead Two. Evil Dead. Yeah. Evil Dead 1. Scary movie. Evil Dead 2. Evil Dead 2, horror comedy. Evil Dead... Uh, Army of Darkness. Yeah. Co- same thing. And so, this yeah. one is, like, the funny... It's, it's just funny to me. Like, because you look at the violence and stuff like that, and it's TV violence. So, it's... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, Walking Dead, which we're going to get into in a little bit, has pushed kind of, like, what they can do on TV. And this right. one kind of it hits that same line, but it, since it's so funny, it's like, ah, he's still... You know, one of the characters has a broken off uh, piece of bottle. And he's like, what am I going to do yeah. with this? You have to like stab him like 50 times. And it shows Bruce Campbell stabbing the guy in the neck 50 right. times. Like, yeah. And there's blood everywhere. And so he's just doing it with this big old shit-eating grin. It's like, I, And I think, I think that's Sam Raimi being uh, aware of stuff around him. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like He understands that this is not going to be scary anymore because you've seen probably worse on TV and on some movies. Right. And, you know, it, he's still going to be gory, but it's, he knows that it's not that scary to you. Right. You know, because yeah, yeah there, and there'll be some kind of there's some cringeworthy moments in the trailer where like one of the girls has like a nail going right towards her eyeball, you know, and so there might be some of those little things where it's kind of like that like physical kind of gore or like you know teeth fall body out horror. body horror, yeah. 
you know, fingers or limbs are lost. You know, like, somebody gets stabbed through the hand, like, with a knife or, like, a pair of scissors or whatever. So, like, that's like, ow, that hurts. Ow, don't do that. You know, where somebody gets, you know, chopped with a chainsaw, it's like, ah, it's a zombie who cares. You know, it's a demon who cares. So, right. it's going to, I think it's going to mix yeah. those two kind of nicely. Uh, one thing for me that always, like, freaks me out and... Uh, fun fact, folks, made me pass out during a uh, previous unrecorded podcast or unreleased podcast. Unreleased, but it was recorded. It was recorded, unreleased. Uh, <laughs> but 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 nails falling off, like nail, like if someone peels a nail or something, like ah, every time, if they do something like that, that would really make me cringe, you know. Yeah. Uh, some, or pass out and do something. Whatever. Oh, uh, don't 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 watch. Um, what is it? Ah, oh, shit. What's the one where they call you in seven days? Um, the ring. the ring. Don't watch the ring. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is spooky. Yeah. Uh, they did something like along the lines. <laughs> <It's spooky. laughs> they did something along the lines of something that made me gross. Made me gross. Yeah. Grossed me out <laughs> in uh, old boy. I think they did something with like he bit off his finger or some shit like that. And uh, I was like, oh no, don't do that. Uh, even what's his name? <laughs> even um, uh, what's that movie? Uh, the interview <laughs> with Seth Rogen <laughs> and that like there's a scene where uh, Seth Rogen gets like five of his fingers bit off. <laughs> And I was like, owie, owie, no, <laughs> don't do that. Sam, Sam apparently has this fear of something happening to his fingers. Don't touch my hands. <laughs> no, uh, you know, because people... Don't touch my hands. <laughs> his money maker. Because, uh, you know, people... That's pe- like, uh, people have things- that's like my, bro- my brother and his fear of, uh, of his belly button. That's... <laughs> because he saw the cell, and anybody who can get, put those two things together <laughs> understands why he has a fear. <laughs> Look it up. Uh, my, and some people have it with their teeth. Like some people have like dreams of their teeth falling out. I don't know. I'm not that type or of person. Or was the word moist? <laughs> I know. I don't get that. You know what though? When I see somebody taking their fingernail off, if they don't take a second one off, it freaks me out. <laughs> what? Because it's like you take off the first one, and it's like, oh, that's gross. But if you take off the second one, it's like, okay, now it's more even. That's on purpose. And you take off the other ones, and it's like, okay, now like, they're all even. You're almost like, no, oh, that's gross. As he's jacking off, and like, keep going. <laughs> Ah, the exposed flesh. No, no, no. I do that with teeth. No. That, that, oh. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> no, that, that reminds me. The one thing that, like, freaked me out, uh, because I have fucking weird history teachers. They're talking about, like, uh, the whole part in, uh, Little Shop of Horrors, I was totally aroused. <laughs> Candy bar. Anyway. <laughs> um, no, but, like, my t- history teacher's talking about, like, torture devices from Vietnam. And one of them was, like, people, Tying their hands to a chair and like tying their fingers down and putting bamboo shoots like oh, in yeah. the fingernail. <laughs> it's like, all right, we're gonna wait for this to grow. I'm like, no, that's what started it. That's what started it. That that fear or not that kind of uncomfortableness <laughs> with fingernails. I think it was Mr. Wright. I think Gil, you had him, and uh, yeah. <laughs> he brought that up. And uh, yeah, don't touch my fingernails. It's kind of like you know, it's weird. Like I don't I'm not fear of them or whatever, but I'm afraid of losing them. It happened to me once when I was a kid, and it was <laughs> it was gross. I lost my big toe and I grew back. And it's gross. But anyway. <laughs> I lost my big toe and it grew back. <laughs> big toe nail. Big toe nail. You're a lizard. I'm Killer Croc. I have <laughs> a hardened skin. It's just a scale now. No. Um, but yeah, that's Ash versus Evil Dead. I got to find it. I don't know if I have stars, but I'll illegally pirate stars if I need to to watch this show. Um, I do not condone illegally pirating. but Don't put whatever. that on the internet. Whatever. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Go to the Bay of Pirates. Anyway. We will talk about a show moving on to a show I do love that I watch. That's like the one show I do follow consistently every episode. And that's The Walking Dead. And Rick is going fucking crazy. Carl! Oh, <laughs> Carl! Carl! 
And so essentially, they, Comic-Con, they released a new trailer for that, uh, where, you know, Morgan is back. Morgan, the, uh, guy who helped him out in the first episode figure out what the hell was going on. And Rick has gone off the deep end. He's trying to take over this community. And people are like, Rick's fucking crazy. We gotta stop him. And he's like, nobody's gonna stop me. It's not over. It's never over! And he starts going, <laughs> starts, starts, starts ramboing out on people, essentially. He's like, I'm trying to save everyone. Nobody loves me. And then Daryl's getting captured by the wolves, and he's trying to be a moody badass that everybody loves. And everyone's like, is he gonna die? He's not gonna die. Norman Reedus will never die in that series. Ever. Yeah. He makes, <laughs> Maybe he will. Well, he, Sealed his fate. he makes too much goddamn money. Like, makes that show too much goddamn money. Like, Rick Grimes is the main guy. You know, you can kill Coral. That, that writer, that writer does not give a fuck. <laughs> what do you? He will kill. I mean, he will kill like people that people that fans thought were going to be there for a while. Yeah, he killed little Chris Rock, man. <laughs> <laughs> he killed the kid from Everybody Hates Chris. <laughs> that dude just trying to wipe every black black, black actor on that <laughs> show, though, man. Seriously, the, the revolving door <laughs> of black folk. I mean, it, it's true to the amount of black people near the Atlanta area and DC area, but at the same time. You know, is it? Nah, a lot of black folk in that show. Just because they die often doesn't mean that they don't exist oh, in the okay, show I'm briefly. Saying. You know, I'm just. Okay. It's just the important white folk live. <laughs> That's all. Cor- all right. Coral and the Asian guy who everyone loves, who should have died a long time ago. Let's be honest. They're making him like seem uh, like a super. What's his name? Glenn. Glenn? They're making him a super badass. They're waiting for him to. Everyone knows he's gonna die in the comics. He dies pretty early on, pretty brutally, mind you. And they've alluded to it like 17 times already. They just need to kill the bastard already. He's not really providing anything other than, I love my wife. We're going to stay together forever. I came back for you. Uh, that's a fucking good reason to fight. <laughs> yeah. Can't kill Glenn, man. I mean, you can, but you don't want him to go. You like No, him. nobody wants Glenn to go. That guy's awesome. You <laughs> sound like you know him. Other than other than uh, other than fresh off the boat, how many other Asians are on fucking TV right now? Um, that don't play baseball. <laughs> well, you know what? This is not the Asian lens. This is the Mexican. So who gives a shit? No, I'm kidding. I Asian. There are no Mexicans in fucking Georgia. Asian community. I do give a shit about you. Uh, for the record, the Mexicans loves all Asians. Uh, and Slime. and Gergi particularly. Said it. Gergi particularly loves Asian women. And your food. I don't know which I, one at I, the moment I appreciate more. I think I appreciate Asian food the most. I love Asian food. Well, the point is, this Walking Dead, it's it's escalating. I don't know what the hell's going to happen. Like, you think uh, you think it escalates to a point where it can no longer escalate anymore. And then it's like, you nah, know, fuck that. We're just going to escalate it. Even. We're going to add more baddies. Well, yeah, the, the wolves <laughs> are going to be coming. Um, the wolves are coming. The wolves. <laughs> and so that's cool. Um I actually haven't read that this far, or this. I've read to this point in the comics, I guess, but it's not really following the comics that much. Yeah, right. It jumps around. It's so I don't know what to expect. Like, there's a one guy that I'm really fucking waiting for. I, you know, that kind of is the Doctor Doom of all this whole fucking thing. Right. But I, some of the characters that are in the group right now are kind of doing some, like, are personifying him in a way. So I don't know. What they're, I don't know what's going to happen. Well, the main thing so. they said that it was most intriguing from this is that the Wolves are not going to be the only bad guys in this season. So <sighs> the way they do it, they're going to have their season first half, October through like December. Then they're going to take a two-month break and come back in February, which is kind of annoying to me. But um, That's how you make that money. Yep. It's like it's like Harry <laughs> Potter Part 1, Part 2. Then started Hunger Games Part 3, Part 5. They got five. my mom. They got my mom watching like crazy. <laughs> 
<laughs> Your mom watches Walking Dead? Hell yeah, she does. She got pop caps of Glenn, Herschel, <laughs> uh, like three Daryl. She got I got one signed by her by Norman Reedus. Uh huh. Um, or signed by Norman Reedus for her. Uh, she has a pop cap of um, John Bernthal, Shane, Carl, Carl, uh, Rick, um, <laughs> Jesus, Michonne. Like, no, nah, she loves Walking Dead, dude. It's crazy. That's funny. You come if you ever come. Next time you come over, start talking Walking Dead with my mom, and she'll be like, "Oh yeah," and she'll be right there with <laughs> we'll, you. We'll bring her on one of these days. <laughs> walk, yeah. walk, Walking Dead recap with the Fantabulous. With my with the Fantabulous Mama. <laughs> <laughs> no, but but moving forward, we have Fear the Walking Dead, which is a dumb name for a spinoff show. It's kind of like you know we have, we have Cheers. Let's make a spinoff of Cheers. Fear the Cheers, like whatever. Right? <laughs> I don't think you would have. I don't think that'd be the same comparison. Sam would be like, oh, we have a show named Cheers. It'd be a uh, oh yeah, welcome to our other bar, Joyful. <laughs> Salud, <laughs> Salud. There you go. But that's just, that's what they. <laughs> What's fear in Spanish? Uh, fear. No, uh, miedo. <laughs> miedo, el walking dead. Because that's what they should call it. Because this this new show is going to be airing during the summer. Apparently, uh, I think I don't know how like, how soon. I got to look that up. I'm not a very good host by it not looking it up. Starts in August, I believe. Oh, does it really that soon? Yes. I'm going to be walking watching that every day. But essentially, Fear the Walking Dead is based in Los Angeles, and it follows a couple characters that are. One of them is of Latino descent, a character named Daniel Salazar, a Salvadorian immigrant with a son. He's got his wife. Looks like he has a white lady as a wife. Couldn't make a Mexican, huh? Couldn't make. Nope. Couldn't do it, huh? Nope. <laughs> God damn it! They couldn't. They could. That El Salvadorian fucking just snuck by. <laughs> right. So what the fuck have they done for this country? Nobody likes the Salvadorians. Like you can pick the Dominican. We're like at least he's good nothing, at baseball. I got nothing against it, but I was like, really Hollywood? You looked out of the, your fucking window and be like. That guy right there who's selling oranges on the corner, he's Salvadorian, isn't he? He's like, no. Eighty <laughs> percent chance this guy's Mexican, and he took the twenty percent. God damn it! Wait, hold on. Who, who's an executive producer on this? Donald Trump. What the fuck? <laughs> nah, he wouldn't pick Salvador. <laughs> but uh, and I was like, God damn it, Michael Pena, why do you have to? Why'd you leave like TV now? <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to him in just a moment. But essentially, Fear the Walking Dead. It's it's a different spin on The Walking Dead. Essentially, when you look at Rick's story, it's like, I got shot. I get in a coma. I'm in the hospital. Shit goes crazy while I'm asleep, and I don't know what's happening. This one kind of starts from day one, or day zero, I should say, where, you know, one of, I guess one of the characters is a teacher. I think or I mean, should you say day Z? Bum, bum, no, you bum, should. Bum, bum, bum. That game is insanely hard. <laughs> and that book is dumb. No, it's not dumb. World War Z. Anyway. What? <laughs> Just because it's another semi Brooks reference, I wanted to make. Wrong Brooks though. Wrong Brooks. Still a Brooks. Still counts. Anyway, um, it does. That book is fucking awesome. <laughs> anyway, so you know they say like, oh, one of them teacher, and it's like, all right, man, I'm surprised you didn't get sick like all these other kids got sick. Yeah, I'm fine. Okay, uh, normal family issues. I don't want to visit you, Dad. I like my real dad better, and then uh, or my new dad better. And then it's like, all right, people are getting sick. Oh man, this is a guy in a church. Everyone's fucking dying in a church, and there's another Hispanic-looking guy. Okay, what's happening here? Oh no, zombies are real. That's fake. You know they doing camera tricks. They shot him seven times and he didn't die. That's not real zombies. And then the National Guard comes in, and LA just goes to shit, just like it would normally. And I find that super duper interesting. You know. Well, yeah, because he had a duper, duper, he had a super duper, super interesting. duper interesting. Because everybody's everybody gets to like put their theories like. 
Because it's true. Like, if there was something like that that would that would come out, that dangerous, I don't think the government would be like, oh, yeah, it's happening right now. Because the mass hysteria, more people would die in mass hysteria than mm-hmm. them just, like, addressing the problem. Yeah. Well, the thing I liked about it most was that a lot of movies, they start with the, oh, the outbreak's happening, and it just goes so rapid fire that, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, okay, that's not going to really happen. Society's not going to fall apart in three days, you know? The same fucking I mean, Animal Farm. Or not Animal Farm. Altogether. Right. Yeah. Like they did with the whole, like, the original Walking Dead. Granted, that's how the comic book kind of started. But... Right. Yeah. But, like, like it's not like Lord of the Flies where it's, like, three kids in the wilderness and it's like, ah, everything goes to shit, kill the pig, drink his blood. It doesn't do that. And I think, like, the, the first... Well, that that that's a horrible example because that didn't happen that way either. Yeah. Well, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, I read books often, if you can't tell. But anyway, um... So it looks like they're gonna build up how this happens, how people deal with it, and more importantly, in a major city. You know, because Atlanta is a major city, but LA is the major city. It's one. It's also it's it's also in Georgia. So yeah, exactly. And (laughs) and so you're gonna see. Hopefully, it's they say it has to do with the Salvadorian immigrant, the uh, immigrant uh, life experience, essentially. And so. When they kind of mention that, I'm kind of thinking that they're going to start mentioning kind of religious aspects and elements to it. You know, they, they brought on a church in the trailer, so essentially, um, they're going to bring like a Catholic, oh my God, it's the devil. You know, it's, an, it's the second coming or whatever, you know. What is it? Apoc- apocalypse, if oh, you will. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, you, you sound like you don't Pest- like that. Pestilence, war, death, aggravation, plagues, boils. Anyway, um, okay. hamsters from the sky. Yeah, hamsters. Oh, poor hamsters. They just hit the ground and splat. <laughs> <laughs> they might bounce, but um, so that that element, you know, like the, it, there's no point of saying this is the immigrant experience. You know, are they going to be migrating and shit? Like, is that what they're focusing <laughs> on? Like, they got to migrate. Oh, we got to go to Fresno. It's hot as shit, and all the walkers are going to burn up. Sweet. <laughs> 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 they want to get past the grapevine, just burn the fucking valley, be like, ah, smoke them out. <laughs> God damn it. Like, well, there's that fire that happened on the I-15 that crossed the freeway. Oh, yeah. <laughs> fucking shit. Oh, my God. Fucking Santa Ana winds and shit. Fuck that. But um, that's kind of, like, interesting that – something interesting that I see with, like, The Walking Dead. Um, I, I think that even though it is Salvadorian, I'll take it as a win for Latinos, kind of. Yes. Where – we get a show where we're part of the main focus. Where Los right. Angeles as a city, you know, is not just like, oh, Hollywood, white people, Hollywood. It's like Los Angeles. Like they have like Pomona and like one of the school districts, I think. Uh, it's it like... looks like that one show that was on Fox that was a, uh, uh, fuck, I can't remember the name of it, but the same actor was in it. He was like the head of a, like a drug kingpin or gangster kingpin. Because of course he was. Uh, <laughs> fuck, what's the name of that, uh, like family related or something like that? I can't remember the, uh, hmm. Remember the show on Fox? Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, it was a bunch of Mexicanos in that cast, and it didn't get picked up for season two mm-hmm. because it was, I think it was just too real, but yeah. whatever. <laughs> right. <laughs> and I think that they're going to hit on some of those real things on this one. So, so I don't know. I kind of like the idea that there is a kind of Latino-based show coming out, especially one as big as Walking Dead, because Walking Dead is one of the biggest shows on television right now. Won't you agree? Yes. So, and I'm kind of been noticing that like Hispanics, Latinos, whatever you want to call us, uh, they're making their way into TV and movies in 
kind of weird ways, in like small ways. So like I watched Ant Man yesterday. Small ways. He won the Os- the Oscar for best director two years in a row. Best director. I'm talking about like on screen, like on screen stories about gravity okay. and and those were not about Latino people. But it doesn't have to be though. That's the difference. That's like, the point. No, but but is, that's the long as we're like, involved in the process. But no, but, and, and but such a high level. But my thing, my thing is just for the sake of this podcast is the stories, the appearance, the actual actors being a part of it. That, I mean, f- yeah, but it's still see, and this the way you say it. This still sounds the same. He's super Catholic. Uh, he's gonna do some kind of uh, mid level work before this. Like it's kind of this a samey kind of feel. That's what I'm saying. Like. Well, so that's what we're going to get into right now real quick is, you know, like I said, news, not news taco. What was the, that was one of the, that was one of the articles. That was one of, news taco. That was one of the, that's where I got one of the articles for, uh, for, uh, the Latinos in Comic-Con thing. All the Latinos that went down to Comic-Con. So some of the things they brought up was, uh, well, I brought up Ant-Man briefly because I said I saw Ant-Man and Michael Pena, as you said earlier, is in that movie. And he's like the fast-talking little little gangbanger former dude who apparently has a mean punch and can knock out bad guys with one hit uh, multiple times. It's kind of weird, but um, that kind of appearance of Michael Pena as like the best buddy of Ant Man and a crucial part of the story is kind of like you know. I know, but he wasn't Ant Man though. <laughs> well, like I'm saying, more and more moving forward, you know, we're having more but people at the so- same time. Just real quick, if you look at Marvel, they're just adding more white male superheroes. Like they got a ton of them, I know, but I don't know. I I don't know. It seems more samey to me. It just means same, more of the same shit over and over again. Well, this is this is kind of the list that they had uh, on this thing of like Latinos in Comic Con or things that are coming up. So uh, Oscar Isaac in Star Wars and in. as Apocalypse as well. Uh, they didn't mention Lupita Nyong'o in Star Wars. She still counts. Uh, Jay Hernandez <laughs> as... El- <laughs> She's born She's there. She's born there. Still counts. Uh, Suicide Squad, Jay Hernandez. Uh, I brought up Ash vs. Evil Dead. Pablo is the main character in that as, uh, you know, Ash's little buddy. You know, and he calls him Jefe. So, of course, he's, you know, some sort of Latino. Mm. Um, then you have uh, Fear the Walking Dead. And last but not least, uh, Border Town, the new Seth MacFarlane cartoon uh, by a new friend of the Mexlins, uh, Lalo Alcaraz, the comic who writes La Cucaracha and does art for that comic. Uh, me and him had a beer at Comic-Con. The guys are a cool guy. I'm supposed to go help him fix his computer. It's going to be a great relationship. And, um, Why would you? <laughs> anyway, no, anyway, he also asked for help for his website, Pocho.com. Go take a look at it. It'll be better once I take a look at it and fix it for him. But anyway, um, so where that show is about a Mexican family and a white family uh, in the United States and talking about kind of that dichotomy, you know, border town, Mexican American conflict, essentially. And so you have all these kind of small yet big kind of leaps in terms of kind of, you know, Latinos making their way back into kind of those roles, essentially, because for a while there was no roles for them or they got canceled after one season type of thing, you know? Oh, there are plenty of roles, but they're all very same. They're all well, Michael or... played them all. Yeah. <laughs> that's what Lord. that's that's my big thing of why I'm happy to see him in Ant-Man because he's not playing generic Cholo number 7. He's still a criminal, but <laughs> Nah, but I'm yeah, and like um what my favorite role for him is in uh, that movie uh Crash. Uh-huh. Um but uh 
yeah, seeing him in this, he's a criminal and he kind of plays up a little bit of a stereotype. But I'd rather have somebody who's part of us play up the stereotype because he, at least he's going to play it well. Right. That's true. Because like, uh, I don't know if you have there's just his one of his. Um, everybody knows this that everybody has that one friend or that especially in our culture that one friend that Mexicano or whatever he is. That's gonna tell you a story, and you know you're gonna be there for 15 to 20 minutes <laughs> to essentially hear a story. That so yeah, I talked to this girl, and she gave me her number, but it's gonna take 20 minutes to tell you all those details, right. and that's kind of part of his character. And to me, that made me laugh because my dad's that way. <laughs> my dad can call me and be like, "Hey, can you move the truck out? We're gonna need it this weekend." That's all he would need to say, but he's gonna have 45 minutes about how the truck in three weeks is probably gonna need a oil change and <laughs> all this other crap. So I was like, God. That's America, yes. Right. So I can relate to that, and that to me that made me funny. And then having somebody who is Mexicano who probably knows somebody that's like that, it makes it more believable, mm-hmm. authentic. Right. And then you have you know, but then you look at Jay Hernandez, who's just literally Cholo with skull face, yeah. And there's no signifying features yet. But then you have Oscar Isaac, the Guatemalan sensation, who's taking all the serious roles, kind of you know, like yeah, like he's the one of the pilots, I guess, in uh, Star Wars and Goddamn Apocalypse, you know. And yeah, he's a bad guy, but he's the bad guy in the X Men universe, kind yeah. of, you know. So it's kind of like, all right, Oscar Isaac, good, good on you. And then there's a little part where there's a Guillermo del Toro is in everything, but he's just Guillermo del Toro being Guillermo del Toro. He, he has Guillermo 20 del projects del anyway. Yeah. He, he's right. always working on 50 million different projects. Yeah. Right. Him and anyway. uh, Navarro are always doing their own stuff. <laughs> yeah. And then you have, you know, Fear the Walking Dead, like I said, all in LA. We talked about that. And then, like I was saying, Border Town, which is literally a show about. The dichotomy between the Mexican and the U.S., you know, the border town, essentially. Mexico, U.S., each family. In the story, apparently, the Mexican family is more successful than the Border Patrol white guy family. Uh, because huh. because apparently the character Ernesto Gonzalez, mind you, has like three or four jobs. And so he's making like a ton of money by busting his ass. So um, things like things like that, you know. So with kind of that article, it kind of focuses, you know, and I guess there's one more uh Morena Baccarin is Vanessa Carla, who's in Deadpool. Who's probably the love interest for Deadpool, and she's supposed to be some super badass as well. Um, so, you know, we got these roles are coming in. Some of them are sidekicky, some of them are main roles, some of them are, you know, kind of semi half of supporting roles. You know, where do you think it goes from here? Especially, kind of in the comic book realm, because like you said, there's not any roles superhero roles for latinos somebody sent me something no there are no there are i'm not i'm not saying there are i'm just saying with that one they're, that they're choosing not to use them that one like, that one green lantern <laughs> i'm just saying why don't we have I, even not even mexican uh-huh. i'm just saying why is there no miss marvel movie why is there no why is the movie about wolverine all the time instead of like rogue or mm-hmm. you know so, so just make it different that's that's my thing like make it different and it doesn't have to be stereotypical you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. this whole this guy's from El Salvador, so he's gonna show the immigrant experience. It's like, why? Why can't he be fifth generation El Salvadorian and his dad works at a IKEA or something? You know, like <laughs> because that doesn't that, make him less that, El Salvadorian. True, but it also doesn't. Um, I don't know. Sell when you make somebody well, that's an immigrant, there's a lot more people that can relate to that. I guess. Yeah. Well, the the I'm just saying the template is just a, a white dude doing things. Why can't the template yeah. be a Mexican dude doing things? Like, when is the Mexican guy going to be the astronaut in Interstellar? When is he going to be the guy who's... Um, he was the spy the in main, Argo. The main scientist. When is he going to be the guy who's the military guy in fucking Godzilla? Like, that's what I'm saying, essentially. Yeah. Well, like, uh, every time with, there's a Mexican or a guy... With more, with more actors, like, 
are are big name actors you can count on one hand. No, that's yeah, and that's what I'm. That's why. That's why I also include like the directors and stuff like that. Exactly. Me too. You know, like, because that's also the other way. Because when you get into the background, then you guys get in the seats of the casting director. Then you guys get in the seat of the, um, the producer, and then you get in all these other seats, and, and you know shit like that. That's why the actors don't. To me, the actors don't mean that much because they're still in this, kind of the same roles. Mm-hmm. To me, it's the guys behind the scenes, like financiers and so the creative, the writers, and you know crap like and that. that's a that's so a the throw. Fuck the, fuck the Weinstein's basically. <laughs> so, and so that's and, I, and I'm not throwing this in your face, Gil, but this is kind of why you emphasize like the directors and those guys, right? Is that kind of where you're getting at, like by emphasizing those, you know, Alfonso Cuarón. That, but it, does, it doesn't even have to be that level. It could be gaffers, and it could be um, the lighting technician. It could be the It's just DP, like anything you know? else we uh, Latinos or any immigrant has done. You don't come into this country and automatically have CEO jobs. You have to do the grunt work. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the grunt work is, like Gibbard's saying, is getting behind those like those grips Getting into yeah. a casting director, and now well, we have lots of directors. The Mexican directors tell incredible stories and can direct. Uh, obviously, has proven they can direct uh, movies that the United States audience likes. Like, wasn't the movie Monster done by a you know, and then Godzilla done by a Mexican director? Mm-hmm. And you a know, lot of so- the C- a lot of the CG stuff. Um, is coming out by Latinos too. I mean, Guillermo Navarro has his hands in everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, even a bit Guillermo del Toro. Is, is it a puppet? No, no, Guillermo Navarro. That's Del Toro's like right hand man. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, yeah, but I he mean was, them together. Oh yeah, them together. They're like every everything in Hollywood. If it's being made, it's probably been <laughs> somewhat touched by them. And by touch, you mean is that the hand is literally in a puppet? Yeah, <laughs> creating. Or a they monster. moved the light. Or they wrote awesome, a sentence. One of the most awesome, dumbest movies ever is uh, a Pacific Rim. <laughs> and that was all done with Navarro, like with like a how much money do I got? Let's fucking do it. I'll, I'll figure it out. <laughs> Let's cancel the apocalypse. Yeah, <laughs> so now we're canceling the apocalypse. Uh, uh, you know what? You know what Mexicans really need to do, or anybody, anybody who wants to get in the business and be better represented in the business, we need to start making micro budget movies, the mid tier, not blockbusters and not artsy, but like give them thirty million bucks, thirty to fifty million. And then say, hey, do what you can with this. Mexican Evil and then Dead. Make us, make us 70 million. That's all you got to do. Mexican Evil Dead with the Necronomicon is just the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> and all that shit just really a happens. Of, a story of uh, a book of scary stories. But I'm just saying, make up. It doesn't have to be Mexican stories. It just be whatever story you want and just have Mexicans in them or whoever you want in them. Like, that's, that's my goal is just that you can make a cerebral movie about children's dreams and. Okay, you can make Inside Out, but the little girl's Mexican. That's that's where I want to be. Where you know she's white because and, and have, have it not be said, like a a big button issue. Yeah, 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 and not people freak out because or, Annie was black and, or, or have her like a little Latina extra emoji person where it's like that's her Latina in her. It's gonna go crazy. Messes well, like, messes all the buttons. To. Yeah, no, I'm just saying. Like, but that's, they what, don't that's do what I'm that. saying. Yeah. That's what it keeps going back to. Yeah, they, it keeps going back to. I'll say don't hey, do that. Let's <laughs> make this like. Oh, she likes chimichangas. That's funny. She's Mexican. Like, let's put that in her. Like, I'm not saying do that. I don't know. I'm saying, I'm saying don't do that. <laughs> but- and if you have a writer that is Mexican-American that has family on both sides or has knows that experience, he'll know how to write the nuances of that without exactly. falling into that trope. So then, That's what then 
you can relate to that character better. Right. Because... That's what was my uh, my biggest, I guess, issue with the Book of Life was like, oh yeah, they're capturing this aspect of our culture, really, really nice. And then they got like, oh, we got to sell this to kids because it's a fucking comic book or it's a cartoon. And then they have right. the fucking, oh, you can eat churros. I was like, right. Fuck, we were so close. <laughs> instead yeah, of but... making a, instead of making just a joke. God damn it, it Channing Tatum. Like... <laughs> right. Right. And then you couldn't, you, you couldn't find another Mexicano dude or. Or anybody right. but Channing Tatum. Or Zoe Zaldana, for God. I mean, she's like some part Columbia something. But, like, uh, Saldana, you were close. You got, like, you, you kind of count, but, ah. Uh, <laughs> kind of. And then, but here, you're talking about new heroes. Actually, this is just fan service. Uh, uh, Hector Rodriguez the Third sent me this link to, uh, I sent you a hero. It's El Peso Hero. El Peso Hero. I don't know how to say it right. Uh, is a new comic book series where he's the Mexican superhero. He punches Donald Trump in the face, a la Captain America to Hitler, which is kind of nice. And um, he is the person who's fighting drug cartels, human trafficking, and the corrupt border patrol agents. So he's essentially, <laughs> essentially he's black dynamite, but for Mexicans. <laughs> and so, created in 2011 by Hector Rodriguez, a grade school teacher in Dallas, Texas. Uh, he's the founder of Rio Bravo Comics and publisher of El Peso Ero. Uh, it's become enormously popular. That's the first time of me hearing about it. I kind of want to go read it now. But he's writing a new adversary, Donald Trump. <laughs> Donald Trump is literally <laughs> becoming the Lex Luthor of this guy's universe. And um, that's awesome. I think that's pretty cool. Uh, I'm going to save my grand idea for not the podcast. I'm just going to make the epic trailer of my idea, which I which I did pitch to Lalo Akaraz, and he kind of laughed and liked it, but he told me to do it. He was just like, you have that idea. That's a great idea. So I'm going to keep it and do it. So that's for another so, time. Who told you that time? I, you didn't drop his name enough. Who'd you tell? Oh, uh, Lalo Alcaraz. Uh, he's the uh, New York Times best-selling author, uh, nationally is that syndicated the guy who comic. Invented Taco Bell. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, it is. Anyway, I hope okay. to have him on. Goddamn it, he's super famous, more famous than I am as of this moment. <laughs> and uh, yeah, but that's it. That was a pretty good and long podcast, folks. Ooh, good job. Oh my gosh, I'm sweating, man. It's like humid as hell here. It's not even hot. It's just. It was raining yesterday, and it was raining over there, wasn't it? In Fresno, it was like 107 and raining. It was the 90. It was 97, and then thunder and lightning storms came. I was like, "The why fuck does, is happening?" Why does God hate you? <laughs> <laughs> then today was just all muggy because it was like 93 again. I was like, "Why? Why do you do this?" Why? And then The Walking Dead came out of nowhere. Apparently in Fresno, apparently in Fresno, like a lightning hit a palm tree and set it on fire. It did. God was lightning hit like lightning hit like in downtown park. Like in downtown, there's a like the park right there by the Damn. state by the um, courthouse, uh-huh. and I was like, it was like I remember hearing it, and be like that was loud, <laughs> and, and that's about less than a mile from my house. That is loud and close. <laughs> yes. Why do Why does everything taste like metal? Right. <laughs> but anyway, uh, folks, don't want to get electrocuted. <laughs> touch everything wood, and not your penis. Anyway, folks. Hey. This has been the Fantastic Voyage. Uh, return once again. Hopefully, we'll be back next week. We should be back next week. I'll have a video up uh, this week talking about stuff. I'll figure something out. Uh, and the final chapter of Eight Bit Borachos, Ken Griffey Jr. Oh, what? Sammy on oh the comeback God, trail. Sam, on the comeback trail. I don't know if you saw it, Gil. I don't. Sam, God, I kept wanting to tell you, man. It's the blue guy on thing. <laughs> just match him, and he'll catch it. And stop throwing it to. 
third. I, I'm oh, trying to. No, he's at first. I, I'm trying, and then I got. As you can tell, Gilbert, I figured out how to play the game. And then the worst part is I got drunk, which is the whole point of the show. I know. But I got pretty drunk, right? And I was tired I mean, as yeah. shit. So like you're just, you're just getting more belligerent. But you know what? The comeback trail is real. The comeback is real. I demand it. Spoilers. And I willed it. But we'll see uh, next time on 8-Bit Borachos. Which means I gotta do the second part of that, which uh, is another spoiler alert. It's gonna be Street Fighter 2. It's gonna be fun. Oh, and just, I'm gonna tell you this. What? You're not playing 8-bit games, you're playing 16-bit games. I know. (laughs) What the fuck is wrong with you? (laughs) You're the first and only person to give me shit about that. I was gonna Uh, write in a comment, but. You know why? Because 16-bit Borachos doesn't roll off the tongue. It's right. (laughs) That's the the one thing that uh, people liked. Like, yeah, that name rolls off the tongue. I like it. Well, to be fair. It does have eight bits included in the sixteen. Exactly. There's at least we're playing games with at, at least, least eight. As long eight as you don't pay a four bit game, you'll be good. <laughs> right. <laughs> and and someone got mad at me because I did not roll the r in borrachos. Borrachos, but got mad at you? Huh? So someone was like, I, she was. I wish you would have rolled your R. And I was like, Hey, baby, I'm you s- can roll my R. <laughs> How, did anybody get, how many people get mad at me? Nobody. Oh, no. Nobody got mad at you. Apparently, Nobody everyone loves you because you have the <laughs> voice of a golden god, apparently. Yeah, right. I don't know. What, who said that? I think it was Elijah uh, Bell. Elijah uh, Bell Elijah, said they had the greatest podcasting voice ever. Ever. Yeah, fuck NPR. Fuck <laughs> Michael Michael <laughs> Doug. Not Michael Douglas. Who's the guy? Michael Buffer. There you go. Hi. Or Bruce Buffer. Whichever one. Both, both of them. Fuck them. Gergi. The fantabulous Gergi. Best podcasting voice of all time. I'm hoping I'm hoping that one day I want just want to get um, a shirt that says the one the only then fantabulous hella big on it and then like a white spot so people can write their own name. <laughs> I can do that. But remember, you have to get what was it? 100 subscribe followers on your on your Twitter? On my Twitter? Yep, or something like that. But anyway, let's get to it. I'm yes. Sam Gonzalez of TheMexcellence.com. You can find me on Twitter at TheMexcellence. You can find me on Facebook.com slash TheMexcellence. That's the official page. I read all that shit. Uh, you can find me at TheMexcellence, of course, Mexcellence.com. And you can find me on DoubleToasted.com. I am the ambassador of all stuff going on for Double Toast's one-year extravaganza ganza ganza. TheMexcellence will be in Austin, Texas from August 4th through the 11th. And so... I'll be there doing barbecues with Double Toast and hosting a barbecue for them uh, to sponsor the me- sponsored by the Mexcellence. We're making t-shirts. If you go to MexcellenceShop.com, that's M-X-L-N-T Shop.com, you can find new t-shirts I have for pre-order. We have the 8-Bit Borracho. We have the 8-Bit La Dama. We have the 8-Bit La Calavera. And we also have the Vintage Radio Broadcasting uh, Since 2014 shirt. And we also have the Make Tacos, Not War t-shirt for pre-order. Yeah. Those will be out just soon enough for real order. Uh, as well as the Double Toasted Cat Daddy shirts, official Double Toasted stuff. We are the official sponsor of those t-shirts. And go ahead and go buy those because they're a great website, DoubleToasted.com. Uh, you'll see me around there. Uh, for those of you listening for the first time, thank you for listening from Double Toasted. And we'll go from there. Gergi, where can they reach you at? You reach me on Twitter at M-X-L-N-T-G-E-R-G. That's Mexcellent Gerg. Um, yeah, uh, I'll be in... Uh, we're going to be in Austin because of RTX. So um, we're going to be there from the 4th to the 11th. I will be a guardian at RTX. So if you listen to this, if you listen to Double Toasted and you have to be a Rooster Teeth fan, come on by, say hi to me. I'll give you a high five. Maybe give you a one and only fantabulous insert your name there out loud because I am that crazy. <laughs> um, I look forward to hanging out with you guys, with all the other Toasties, with all the Mexcellent out there. Woo! And... Um, yeah, let's get boogie, people. Yeah, and um, it's going to be great. 
Rooster Teeth, fun stuff. Gil, where can they reach you at? Uh, they can reach me at um, just message you. <laughs> just you give it to me. He'll just 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 message Sam. Put my name on it. Or message X. If it's X, private, go give it to you. Go, go give it to you. X, go <laughs> X, give it to you. What? Oh. Arr, arr. Anyway. <laughs> so so you know what? I, you, know, you, you reach me. Buy a DMX album. <laughs> Write what you have to say about about it. And, and then it. mail it to X. Gonna give it to you at. I don't know. <laughs> at at, at doghouse.html. That's a website. <laughs> Apartment. <laughs> anyway, my neighbors are probably thinking I'm weird because I'm barking and shit. But anyway, this has been the Fantastic Voyage. What'd you call me? So I can't do that because I'll get shot. That is true. But anyway, this has been the Fantastic Voyage. Thank you for listening, folks. You double toasted. You're excellent. Everybody out there, new listeners from, uh, you know, all that stuff. We love you guys. We're here. And if you have any ideas for new videos and stuff, uh, let me know because uh, I need some ideas for some new videos. Uh, stuff's going crazy in the world. I can't keep talking about Donald Trump fucking up all the time. So, you know, that gets kind of tiresome. So, if you have any ideas what I should talk about, let me know. And with that said, I'm Sammy Gonzalez, and this has been the Fantastic Voyage, which you can find on SoundCloud and iTunes. I forgot to say SoundCloud and <laughs> iTunes. Jesus Christ. And then that's it. So, maybe we should just take our final trip to the land of the funk. Funk. To, to the, the land, land of funk. funk. To the, to the land, land of... One more time! <gasps> Mets! Gil, you didn't join us that time. I never joined you guys. <laughs> I wait for my witty quip at the very end. Which will be inserted now. Sausages. I don't want no stinking sausages. <laughs> <laughs> sausage!